You are listening to the Chompcast, the official podcast, the Sword Chomp. We know life is precious and your time is valuable. So thank you for making our show a part of your day. Hopefully we can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit. You know, the Chompcast gives you double life experience points. Every show is streaming and downloadable at swordchomp.com where you can find our reviews, our written reviews, our merchandise, our Patreon page, all of our other podcasts, swordchomp.com. And of course, if you're digging what we do, subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. We're on every major podcast outlet, basically. Or head on over to something like iTunes and give us a five-star rating because those five-star ratings help us climb the charts a bit um and if you're feeling really really frisky we'll talk more about this later but we have a patreon page patreon.com slash sword chomp <sighs> guys 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 you know much like that's what she said <laughs> guys 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 no sorry that's not how it goes <laughs> come Pretty on close. Feel the noise. <laughs> it's the updated version boys Loves. rock the girls uh, I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with guys. Good boys, boys, someone feel the noise. Guys, 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 someone rock my thighs. I don't know. I got nothing. I'm sorry. That's all I got. That's all I got. Oh, um, shit, I got jizz on my thighs. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and I was going to have some people check out our show for the first time. And <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to skip I'm still, the I'm first still five going minutes. To. I'm still going to. We played... Uh, this is a really quick anecdotal thing. Oh, we're off to a flying start. We were playing categories at my family's house today, and the first category was things that are sticky, and the letter was S. So I had the, I was like semen. My mom was like, "Oh dear." Yes, that was, that was. Jeez. <laughs> but come yeah, on, because yeah, your family's it's... so religious too. I, I, I mean, granted, doctors, but still, I can, I can see your mother being like, "Oh, jeez." It's not, oh, Jesus, it's not, oh, my God, it's, oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, gee. Oh, <laughs> oh me, oh, my. Oh, gracious. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Is her thinking. name Edna at that point? <laughs> oh, she's getting gracious there. Well, she's, me. She's a, she's a sweet lady. But, uh, she is. You know, she is. I love some, your mother. Love some categories. <laughs> Did I get that right? <laughs> How much do you love my mother, Shay? How much do you love her? You want to find out? Oh, what have I done? <laughs> I, I did that to myself. Anyways, deviating us back. Um, you guys have all seen Titanic, right? <clears throat> of course. Who hasn't seen Oscar-winning Titanic? <sighs> Much like Billy Zane screaming, I have a child in Titanic. I <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't heard that name in years. What, Billy Zane? Yeah. Much like Billy Zane screaming, I have a child in Titanic, I was screaming, I have a podcast to my thousands of Instagram followers. The RMS can't get a hold of a PlayStation 5 was sinking faster and faster, but to no avail as I tried to get a hold of this mythical console for months. Months of maddening frustration. And if you go back and listen to some other podcasts we recorded, you can hear all about it. Um, watching scalpers show off their evil towers of PlayStation 5 boxes all over social media like Towers of Babel, angering the gaming gods. It was the media entities and influencers first, right? On those early PlayStation 5 lifeboats? Well, only the really wealthy, 
just like in Titanic, were given early passage on those special early PlayStation lifeboats. The big guns. Kind of funny. IGN, Giant Bomb, you know it. But alas, despite my emails, nothing was sent to Swordchomp. But finally, like a flare illuminating the sky over a sinking ship in the darkness, I saw a beacon of hope in the form of a Canadian friend and listener. Emily Laffin. She was able to procure a rare PlayStation 5 in Canada and ship it all the way to me and my house in Montana. For this week's topic of the show, I can finally, at long last, talk to you guys and our listeners about my initial thoughts on the PlayStation 5. And Josh has one on the way this week as well, which is pretty cool. Um, We have a plethora of early impressions, everything from Godfall, which we were provided codes by from Counterplay Games, so thank you very much, um, to Astro's Playroom. And uh, bug snacks, and we'll take your questions on the PlayStation Five straight from the Sword Chomp Instagram page, as well as we'll run through some other games we're still playing. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We have some really good thoughts on that, and If Found is a beautiful uh, game that was released back earlier in the year, I believe that Josh has just gotten around to. Um, and we have some fun polls voted on by our Instagram audience, like how. Jedi Fallen Order was shafted by this year's Game Awards. And of course, if you're a patron, we have our special Patreon shoutouts. So it's going to be a fantastic show. Rich actually is not joining us this week. I was going to throw it to him first because he's still stuck on the sinking ship. Um, it, I felt really bad, actually, because from my my lifeboat is floating away from the sinking ship of pain. And I see Rich just sad, his eyes just hollow, filled with sadness. Um Unfortunately, he couldn't be here today because you know he's on that sinking ship. And but uh, it's it's kind of sad that you're using that analogy. The internet his, was terrible. His house there. flooded yeah. today. I know. I know. It really did. It really that is that is creepy if you think about it. You know, I write all these beforehand, so um, you know maybe I will that into existence. I don't know. I don't like to think I threw that in the universe, but who knows? It could happen. Well, you really should have asked him if he had comically oversized doors before you before you wrote that bit that's something true. something that's to true. cling to when this all goes yes. to shit uh-huh i yeah. see <laughs> that's true i i'm a generous person you know emily who got me my playstation 5 thanks so much she's the kind of person who would have made room for me on that floating door that's the kind of person she is mm-hmm. our, our canadians not like rose you know what i mean not letting jack on that motherfucking thing you know there was plenty of room um yep. as they say but who's who's gonna risk it? You know, <laughs> who's really gonna risk it? I I like that. That, that was, that a, was a three bedroom, two bath door that she was on. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, those Canadians—they're a boot that generosity. <laughs> they're a boot it. Ah, yeah. I man, the Canadian people have been so nice lately. I know this sounds like I'm really sucking the Canadian tea today, but I mean this in all seriousness. Um. By the way, the, uh, saying the aboot—that was our professor Shay. Uh, phoning in from Japan. Uh, Shay, it's true. Like, I'm telling you, like, so many people were trying to help me from Canada alone just get a PlayStation 5. I had this one gentleman who, like, was willing to change his shipping address on his second PlayStation 5, but Best Buy wouldn't let him, and then Emily came through. So, like, it's weird how, like, it's true. Like, it sounds like one of those stereotypes you hear about Canadians being so nice, but my personal experience, which is obviously all I need as a scientific uh, experiment, has proven to be that that is true. Canadian people are very nice. So They are, yeah. And, like, you were talking earlier about scalpers i got i have this like little news feed on my phone that i kind of just scroll through a few times a day to you know catch anything that i may miss and there's this one article that came up it was it was from some 
I don't know if you call it lesser journal area, uh, website or whatnot, but basically the headline was scalper does not feel guilty for hoarding 3,500 plus PS fives. I was like, no shit. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for confirming what I already knew. And then, yeah. you know, you just skip the article and move on with your life. It's like, of course they don't fucking care what they're doing. Yeah. It's fucked up. Shake. Honestly, the day I, she was able to procure it for me through, however, I, I can't reveal that it's private. Um, I had just telling her that I was considering buying it from a scalper for like, Seven hundred and fifty dollars, and nah, you you do that and you just support the racket. I I know I know, but, but Shay, I was going crazy. All right, I was literally going crazy with this whole fucking thing. You know what I mean? I still think that I, like I no I I get it I get it, but I I don't ever feel that need. Like I I will admit this. I will admit this to you openly. I was driving home from work the other day. And I, there's this little um, entertainment store. They still have those in Japan, which is kind of cool. And I was driving by one, and I, I work in a pretty small town. It's a little bit bigger than Great Falls where you're at, but not much. And I was driving by, I was like, I bet you there's probably a PS5 there. And I was like, I don't really have the money for that right now. or no, I, I do, but I don't really want to spend the money on that right now. But could go get one just to say I have one and take care of this right now and get it over with. And I was like, you know, if I just turn into this parking lot and I was like, no, no, keep going, go, 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 go home, go home. But there's that temptation for just like a good five to 10 seconds. As I was driving, I was like, you know, I could go get one. You have the little guy on your shoulder, whatever you angel demon, whatever you want to classify it as and so i get it is all i'm trying to say i get why you would do you, be tempted do you think they would have had one do you think they would have had one in stock or probably not um you know probably not but there's a there's a chance like the thing here is they're in japan they're running into the same issues that you guys are in the u.s um they're all sold out presumably right now and scalpers are doing the same thing here in japan actually um I'm sure if you go to like a really small city that has like the or a small town that has those entertainment shops, you might be lucky and find one or two. I know a lot more of my friends here have been able to pick up PS5s than in the US. So, um take that for what you will. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um but yeah, so it's been crazy. Uh Joshua uh, Joshua Fowler also joining us from uh Michigan here today. Joshua, I took a look to my left. Suddenly Josh is in a lifeboat with me because his PlayStation 5 is supposed to arrive this week. He somehow got through to Walmart. As everyone else in the world is getting bashed around by Walmart and screaming on the internet like yeah. myself. So well, he did it. He yeah, did not, it. Not really by Walmart, but by by their complete inability to, you know, stop scalpers, which again, why why would they? They're selling the machine. Yeah. Um which yeah, what does is, it really mean? Yeah, like they don't care, which sucks, but yeah. Um What yeah. was your trick? Do you have any pro tips for anybody out there navigating the the Walmart uh hell? How did you do it? What'd you do? Well, not really a trick that's useful so much as I'd been watching Walmart since the first time because the the one good thing Walmart's been doing is picking a st- after the first time, which is a complete clusterfuck, was mm-hmm. After all the bad press from that first day, they've picked a schedule and stuck with it. Um, so if you are there at the time, you've got a pretty good shot in the first five seconds. Um, <laughs> the first, 
I so, guess, yeah. Yeah, no, like the the first day that they had a schedule, I got one in the cart, and they uh, had not ramped up their server infrastructure to be prepared for that many scalper bots and actual gamers trying to get one. Um, and so it was a nightmare. But uh, this last time, the last couple times they've had stock in, um, their servers actually work. Uh, so if you are prepared Weird. and uh, just get there and refresh right on time, you've, you've got a shot. You've got a shot. Um, and then you just need fate to come your way a little bit. you got... A bit. That's cool. Oh, I'm happy. You yeah, got I know. I, mean, I know some some mutual people and friends had been doing the same thing that Josh did, and they were not as fortunate. You yeah. know, they, yeah. they had it. No, kind it of was. In it their really cart. was a matter of. There. Yeah, just just being completely on top of it, and probably a little bit lucky because. Yeah, like I I refreshed the second of checked out about five seconds later and by the time i got back to the page that the things were on they were gone yeah but, it's insane yeah it's insane it, at least the site didn't kept keep showing me that stupid goddamn deer again because oh, yeah the thing was throwing errors before they God spun up the extra servers they needed this last it's, few times it's you know. tickle me elmo all over again mm-hmm. god damn it it's hot too much. The goddamn. It's the Nintendo Wii all, Wii all over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, the Wii was much, much harder to track down. I had to 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 get my Wii back in the day. I went to a backwoods GameStop that I knew no one else would be waiting for, and I figured out when their trucks were coming in. And for about a week, I would show up and wait when their shipments got in. And just uh, waiting out by the truck. <laughs> Just that's waiting not... in the store until they finally checked the truck. Um, Jesus Christ, that's devotion, man. And that's still, that's, that still took about a month and a half to track down. Oh my god! Back when the Wii came out, at that back point they were day. gonna file a restraining order on you. So, well, I didn't go to the same one, but I, I after oh. after enough kind of time trying to track one down, I realized that it, my luck was better where no one else was looking. So. Yeah, I'll let, they should put that on a bumper sticker. Your mm-hmm. luck is better where no one else is looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like, but no, I I feel you, man. It's it's interesting to hear how I've our poor comrade Rich had the the thing that hurt me the most was like seeing Rich not not get one and people like not getting one after because I've been there for so long yeah. and like Rich had like Coles basically say he got one and then they canceled his order 48 hours in fact they were canceling everyone's orders earlier and me and him were talking privately and he's like i don't want to get my hopes up but i haven't got the email and it's been like 24 hours and i'm like dude i think kohl's had the opposite issue of walmart where walmart was doing like double and triple checks which is why everyone was getting that stupid deer error message while yeah, it was Coles checking did, stuff. Yeah, Coles, Coles just didn't fucking shittier. check. They're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you can you can all just go ahead and check out. I'm That's sure we've worse got enough. In my for, book. It's That's much way worse. worse. That's yeah. Except that he got a bunch of Coles cash because everyone who got their <laughs> order canceled got the got their Coles Still, bucks as if the order had gone uh, through. So he can get himself you know, think, a, a kick ass <laughs> cable knit sweater. No, you know what he could do is just go buy like go to the bargain bin, buy a bunch of ties, tie them together. And then just hang himself at the front entrance. <laughs> from Cole, hang himself from the Cole's entrance, yeah. To make it, and just. Um, 
He just strings it up like the in the letters of the PS5. PS5, and the bottom of the five is him hanging, his corpse dangling. Um, <laughs> the logistics of that to actually work. Oh, we're getting but, dark already. Sorry, guys. That was you know, my fault. They, hey, look, if they cancel his order three times, he can just buy one with the Coles bucks. Yep. <laughs> so there we go. He'll be set. But no, I mean, we have, like me and Rich, even I had formed this task force when I had mine secured that because I was like, I really want Rich to get one. He's like, you know, works for us. He's a friend of mine. So I got some people to help out. And it's like a private chat. We jokingly call the PS5 task force. Um and that's how we got the Coles one. And I remember that night when it happened, it was Saturday. He was like, we did it, boys. And we were all clapping hands. It was like in the movies where like the task mm-hmm. force comes through. And like, we did it, guys. All right. Vir- like virtually, bumping. virtually, of course. There's still a pandemic, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, yeah. Virtually bumping fists. And then like it was just immediate sadness after that. So fuck, it sucks so much. It really yeah, does. It was like that scene in Apollo 13. And then the shuttle blows up anyway. <laughs> It really, yeah. Uh, anyways, what a bummer. It's I'm still working on it. I feel. By the way, I'm General Mountain Time Morgan here, of course, in Montana. Let's get the topic of the show, Josh. When you get yours, I want to get your. We'll do the same thing. We'll do some early impressions again. Uh, run through stuff because um, yep. you're gonna have a lot. Of I'll give you all the deets on that uh, PlayStation Five Media Remote. That's it. That's it. Josh is just gonna. <laughs> Just no games, just the remote and how the power mm-hmm. of the media remote. You know, Josh, I do want to try the haptic feedback controller. Like that is the one thing that's making me want to get a PS5 at this point. Yeah, I had a skit where I had um my controllers and I was using my like uh, like a little play bed and from like my daughter's toys and there was and I was making the camera go back and forth and the one old PlayStation Four controller came in with a wig and it was like. Oh, they, they catch their they catch their controller husband oh, cheating. Dark helmet, you're so yeah. big. <laughs> yeah, she, they they catch the PlayStation Four cheating on the new PlayStation Five controller, and then he's like, "Baby, baby," but she's got ha- no. She's like, "Is it better than me?" He's like, "No, it's just different haptic feedback." I don't know. I'm still workshopping the bit the bit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, There's something there. There's something there. That's what she said. There's something there. I- <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. You you can work it out, but you just revealed your plan, so now you have 48 hours before this goes live. Yep. Dun, dun. I, I have to do it fast, uh, and I will. Act fast now. But um, in seriousness, yeah, I kind of... Why doesn't, watching, go ahead, go why ahead, doesn't Rich call 1-800-JG-Wentworth? I don't know what that is. The commercial it's my money and i need it now you remember how he was saying that like he's not getting his money right away just needs to call jg wentworth yes 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 (laughs) uh he did get his money back from Coles, so he got it he just told me that today he did so oh he did okay good you'll you'll see it in his voice he's a hurt man i've never seen rich like this he's never he's never been this way i know i went to shake his hand and he's kind of coward i thought i was gonna hit him it was it was really sad it was I asked what him for five bucks to get a drink. He's like, "Am I ever going to see it again?" Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Um, but no, kind of launching Coles. right in. When you're here, you're nobody. <laughs> I put I put that on Twitter. I was like, "K at Coles, we we put the K in cocksucker." Um, <laughs> cocksucker. Oh man, it's. It was hell, man. I'm telling you guys, the anxiety I felt waiting for that thing to arrive was not like it's it's a 
for most people, it's like, okay, it's a console. It's a luxury item, right? But for me, one thing that I've learned about myself through therapy is my body cannot tell the difference between good anxiety and bad anxiety. So even when I have excitement-related anxiety, it comes out of my body the same way. Um, like I have trouble eating and sleeping and stuff, even though it's ridiculous. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's it's true. It's just my body can't tell the difference. So yeah, I, I was just I get it. You're, the, the whole fight or flight response. I, yes, I totally get that. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But um, yeah, yeah. It was uh quite a quite a wait. So thank you again, to Emily and her mother who helped out. Uh, kind of like helping her ship it and stuff. It was a family affair to help out a stranger. Uh, it was a little scary sending $600 to someone I'd never met in real life. I'm going to tell you guys, but that was the risk I was willing to take at this point. He, I, yeah. You know, well, he, no, it seems like, like from what you've told us about Emily, seems like she was on the up and up. Uh, I remember my ex got swindled out of money. Like one of those, she's trying to selling, sell her stuff on Craigslist. And um, they're like, Oh, I, I have like a thousand dollar or a thousand dollar check. I'm just gonna deposit all of that into your account if you can just cash it and send me the remaining amount. And like she didn't register that that was a scam, did that. The mm. scammer completely depleted her bank account. I remember oh, that from no, years that's ago. So, funny. That's well awful. no, I I mean like yeah, I, I totally get your concern because that, that, that shit happens every day. So Yeah. Well and, totally and to be honest concern. with you, it's when you're married, it's like my wife's money too. So she's like trying to convince your wife like to send money to a stranger is not an easy thing to do. So I was just like, if this falls back on me, this is 100% my fault. I will work a hundred extra hours a week until I get that money back for our family if this happens. But I knew I will I'm go not, work you know, in the salt mines. I I will suck dick on the street if that's what it takes. Ugh, not in Great Falls. Ugh. Well, you said the salt mines, so you know. Yeah. I'll work on the salt mines. Quarter a pop in Great Falls? It just it doesn't seem like a good return on your time. Uh yeah. Not until they get to legalize sex work anyway. Um wow, that was a real crazy turn. But um I will say as far as like the impressions of the the thing goes, I did have a crazy turn costs extra. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I was trying. Uh, I, mean, I was trying I, to see how I could keep the joke going, but I know we we, we haven't even touched the topic really yet. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll launch into it. Uh, I'll read some comments after our first break because I'm going to bounce off some people, and and you know, I'll keep this somewhat f- succinct because we can bounce stuff off Josh when he gets his too as well. But I'll tell you, Shay and Josh, the haptic feedback is really cool. You know, the the controller itself, like with with Astro's Playroom in particular, it's as advertised, like. When he like whips out a little umbrella, you can like actually feel every droplet hitting the umbrella in the controller, which is strange. Or you walk uh, in mud or like on, on something metal or ice. Like it's crazy that they're able to convey those things through the controller. But whenever you play it, you're like, that's that's really neat. So, yeah, it's I, as I was watching some YouTube uh, videos on people talking about it. And there's someone actually describing Astrobot's playroom. And there's a part where like you're doing something on a rolling ball and it feel and according to this YouTuber, you can feel the ball roll through the controller. And I was like, yes. that just sounds so cool and like next level shit that you would expect from the next console. <laughs> because like the the console is cool, largely yeah. it's improved like here and there in its layout slightly or in its feel slightly. Or it's um vibration slightly, but to get that next level is really, really cool. It's it kind of feels like it's about damn time, you know what I mean? 
I'm just I'm really happy About to hear that people are that com- that pleased with the haptic feedback. They're like when I when I first heard haptic feedback, I was like, okay, gimmick, bullshit. But the fact that people are talking so highly of it consistently actually really excites me for the PS5. That is like the one thing that I'm extremely excited for to get the PS5. Yeah. No, I, the coolest thing about it, I would tell you guys, is like thinking about this because I try to add a new perspective if I can to something that people have already kind of talked about to death, is that when we were trying to predict what the next generation PlayStation would be or Xbox, it, it, no matter how many things we guessed or circled around, no one was ever like, what if the controller had haptic feedback and we really felt all these? It's weird that that was the direction they went. And we, we weren't even thinking about that. And it's, it's a really cool thing, but like, yeah, it was like not something that was on the tip of our tongues for whatever reason. We're thinking more toward like VR or just how powerful the graphics are going to be. And Sony's like, yeah, it's going to be a strong machine, but also we're going to put a lot into the controller, which is smart because you know, that's what you have in your fucking hands the whole time. Um, and it's neat. It's, it's yeah. like, yeah. I, the downside of that is they've done so much work with the controller that, um, I know you guys were talking about this when I was gone a few weeks ago when I had to leave early is that they're not putting as much work into the VR because with the the yeah. upgrades that they've done with just that controller if they were to able to if they were to be able to do that with the VR technology for the PlayStation and make it semi affordable I mean it doesn't need to be $200 level cheap I mean it could be a little bit more expensive if it was that much of an upgrade I think that would be really cool you know, I still think that there's eventually going to be a market and a place for VR. Just uh, that that initial headset obviously um, need it needs some updates for sure. And I I hope that PlayStation doesn't just do away with it like Xbox did away with Connect. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's um, it's the one weird thing about the controller that I think is just a problem for me because the controller itself feels great. Is that my the size of my hands for whatever reason like uh, whenever i'm holding the controller naturally i come up just it a looks little bigger bit than your dick to, it's <laughs> i come up just a little bit too high under the um where the trigger is and it's hard to explain but there's a little ridge there and i kind of rub my finger on that and if it's like a more aggressive action game like godfall where i'm using r1 and r2 a lot i was noticing it was kind of irritating me and i was like is this in my imagination or like what's going on here like and then i picked up the playstation 4 controller and it just felt totally different and so i don't think this is a problem most people are going to deal with and it's very minor but i think just the like the size and shape of my hand is like conflicting just a little bit with how this controller is maybe it's not the size and shape um it's it's about the love that you feel when you're with another person no um maybe it's just the way you're holding the controller because i know sometimes when i've been playing games a lot in a week that I'll actually my my right pointer finger will actually start to to hurt like from the very first or from the very uh the knuckle connected to the hand I will actually feel some pain in my finger and that's if I'm you know I'm sitting there clenching my fingers I'm stressed out I'm holding this for an extended period of time not doing any kind of hand stretches or anything that the way I hold the controller it really um it cramps up my finger and it hurts my finger to the point to where sometimes if I'm not taking care of myself when I'm playing games that I will feel it throughout the entire week, you know? So it might just be that you need to reorient how you hold a controller with it being newly designed. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm. I've only had it for a couple of days, so I'm not gonna like blow that out of proportion. It's just a little different. Um, and I will say the weirdest thing about looking at it in person is it's as build. Like I know me and Josh had that famous video that I put up where like I was like, "Oh, it's beautiful," and Josh was like, "Oh, it's so ugly." And it was it was a funny video we put up um, from our Twitch stream. Yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in person, it's yeah, Josh. It's just as ugly as you're hoping it's gonna be. Let me t- <laughs> let yep. me tell you. It's just, yeah no it's, ugly seems to be the general aesthetic with this new machine, like uh I've I've already got the remote in and it being a remote is a selling point. The thing is ugly as sin. <laughs> it is the the remote is hideous. Um, it's essentially all curves, just like everything else going on with the machine. Mm, um, all curves, baby. But like the bottom of the clamshell on the thing doesn't mm-hmm. even line up in the front. So it's got like this weird lip sticking out of the bottom of this well, curved hold on. thing. It's You describe this thing by saying curves, clam, and lip. So quite frankly, this is turning me on a little bit, but go on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, we'll see how it works in, fu- in, in, like, in practice. But uh, yeah, it's, I think they were trying way too hard on these things to make them look cool instead of just be ergonomic i think but that's what i like about it is it's ridiculous looking i said at the beginning i i agree with you josh it is it's more ridiculous in person like on the white part of this thing just feeling it it feels strange it's like it's just weird man mm-hmm. it feels like <laughs> it's like it's like it's like we said when you were in like in those 90s video game magazines when they were like here's a prototype for what the xbox is gonna look like and you're like and it was just always absurd and then like yeah that's what this actually looks like so it's maybe, maybe that they were what they were going for is like a talking point you know you have like certain points in your house where you have something place there like a picture yeah. or a painting or a vase and it's like a focal point of the room and that's probably starter. what they're yeah. in effect trying to do but that's not that's not what most gamers have their machines for they're not like <laughs> i'm gonna place it in this specific location well, so when some nice just, hot girl comes over she's gonna be like hey what's that slick machine over there and what does it do well babe glad you asked it's the new ps5 whoa i want to fuck you i know yep like yeah, it seems strange to do that with the controllers and the remote. Like, yeah, it's going to be the only one that looks that ridiculous sitting on your coffee table. But also, no one will notice it next to the 105-story high-rise that's sitting below your TV that it's, the, <laughs> that it's connected to. So, well, There's two things there. Yep. Number one, Shay, if a girl doesn't want to bang me because I have a PlayStation 5, then I'm not interested in her, quite frankly. She can get the fuck out. Secondly, um... <laughs> tell that to your wife. I want you to tell that my, to your wife. My, my, if you're not interested my, my, in my PS5, you need to get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not even going to bring that up. Um, the amount of time she yelled at me because the toy didn't show up on time was not fun. Um, but uh, as she rephrases it, the toy, just to piss me off. Really? Mm. Yeah, really? She, huh. <laughs> she, she did that just to piss you off and, and not because you were being a little bitch. Probably both. Okay. All right. Um... As long as we I tried to tell her that, that it there. was a psychological <laughs> issue. Like I did, it was I couldn't help it. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, uh, so as far as you know, kind of segueing here into 
Actually, you know what? I'll just say this last thing. Whenever I put the picture up on Instagram, I used the picture of my kid just to show how big it was because it is about as big as my kid when she's sitting down. Uh, and she's one years old at this point. She's a pretty big kid. So it is, it's not, it's not messing around, but yes, other than that small thing where I felt a little bit uncomfortable with my trigger finger, the controller is as advertised and it looks really nice. And the one thing, nice thing about, you know, modern stuff like this is you come out of the package. There's like almost nothing there. You have the box, the controller and like two tiny little cables. Like there's not a lot of junk in there. You know what I mean? Um, how's the dashboard? Oh, that's, that is the word, the only thing about it so far that I don't like. Um, and it's not that it's bad or it doesn't work. It's just really gross looking like the dashboard itself just feels like the store menu and like an, like an off brand electronic or something. And they really bury like the 360. uh, (laughs) I can't remember. It's been a long time. I can't remember what the 360. God, I love the 360 dashboard. I miss it. The ads were the best. (laughs) The ads were not. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You could dig through seven ads to find the demos. That's what I remember mm-hmm. looking for. Um, no, but like in all seriousness, the de- it, it fu- the functionality is fine. It just takes getting used to. I think as human beings, we have an aversion to things that are different. So a lot of times you're like, oh, I don't like this. It's different, right? But it's just the visual aesthetic of it is just really soulless. And like um, the thing I don't like about it, I was talking about this with Emily actually whenever I got it, is that they be- they make a big deal now about your trophy level is much higher and all this stuff, right? And that's a big thing with the PlayStation identity. When you get trophies now, it's really cool. That it saves a video of when you got it. It's it's awesome. They even changed it's, the It's the been tr- doing that in the PS4. I don't know if you know that. Whenever you get a uh, trophy or when you, yeah, whenever you uh, get a trophy in the it PS4. Saves it saves a screenshot. Oh, it saves a, saves a video. It saves a video. It can't be right. Yeah, I, th- I think I, you can turn it off. I think, it, I think you've got options for what it does. Okay, well, I think I turned all of that off so it doesn't save a video or a screenshot or anything. Probably the right choice because I end up deleting all of that. Yeah, the hard drives get filled up so fast on the PS4, so turned all that stuff off. Well, that would be um, a surprise to me, so I... I'll double check on that, Shay, because I don't want to say you're wrong, but that was the first I'd, my understanding is that it was just taking a, a screenshot of your trophy when you got it. And like now there's like a very short, um, really pretty like uh, video of when you got it and like they have a nice graphic on the screen and everything like that. But again, they bury all this on the main menu. You have a tiny little icon for yourself and you have to go to your icon and dig into it. And it was a lot more featured on the PS4. So they'll probably, I'm assuming with everyone like not being too happy with it, that they'll probably change it. Because it's just, it's functional, but it's just, nah, it doesn't feel right. Oh, I was looking at it just now um, while you were talking about it. I like that the icons are a little bit smaller at the top. And then they show a bigger icon of the same game that you're selected on at the bottom right of the screen. And then the whole screen is basically like a still frame shot of the game. I actually really like yeah. that. It kind of hypes me up to play it's, the game. It's kind of like whenever you uh, press down on the PS4 thing. Yes. It's, yes. it's basically yes. like that, but you've pressed down, period, whenever you're moving through yes. the whole thing. It's yeah. kind of yeah. what it is. So you, you're getting... Almost like the blades, like kind of like I was being facetious, but that's, it's, it's, it that's is exactly kind of similar. It. it is more like the Xbox environment. So, 
that that actually I can grow that can grow on you, Shay. Like I said, it's just change. But like, just I wish they featured my like trophy level and my profile more because that's a big part of the PlayStation brand that I am into. So I wish. It was Are you more able like... to select that kind of stuff? Like, do they give the option to mess around with that stuff or no? Probably so, not. I don't believe so. And from the people I've talked to, they're also upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to my knowledge. So it's just I. Okay. They just yeah, need so to feature. You can't play more. around with your dashboard too much then. It. It feels very much like, oh, we don't want, you know, don't let the trophies be the defining factor here. But also, yeah. your trophy level seven thousand now after the update. It's just, it's just. It's, I will say this: it looks better than what the Xbox One's dashboard is because that dashboard sucks. Hate that dashboard. Not a fan of the Xbox One. Dashboard. No, I fucking hate that dashboard. Um. Like with anything, I think you just get used to it. So I, yeah. but that's my. If I had a criticism, I just think the UI is weird right now. That, that might get changed. Like we already know they've got updates on the horizon because it's supposed to support external hard drives, but it doesn't. Um, and so yeah, they said I they're they're adding yeah. that 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 feature oh. in at some point. So you've got to imagine there's other work that's going to be done as well. So it, they they will. Yeah, they will. It happens. I every couldn't generation. copy it. This must be what you're talking about, Josh. I tried to copy a video last night for Instagram and it wouldn't let me. So it kept I, the videos I did. I put in my thumb drive. It was just like, no, we can't copy these videos. Yeah, no, like, it, it doesn't. It doesn't support the external hard drives yet. Yeah. See, that's a bummer for like someone in the media like myself because I make a lot of media content. So I hope that that, that gets straightened out pretty quick. Um, mm. But yeah, as far as like, it doesn't have the necessarily the quick resume that the Xbox does, which is a really cool thing. But games have been starting very quickly. Load load times are like, I think the most I've counted with the games I played is two seconds, like they're or non-existent. So yeah, the load times have been very very quick. In fact, the load times. Hear are, you... Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say I want to hear you play Valhalla on your PS5 to hear <laughs> about the load times because the load times on Valhalla are pretty brutal. <laughs> I will. I will. The last thing I'll say, and then I want to answer some questions about Godfall and Astro's Playroom and stuff. We'll take a break. Is that, in fact, the, the load times are so fast that this is one of the funny observations I had. That now, those those screens, the, the, the thing that's in the way now is all those little things that pop up before the game. Like, developed by so-and-so. Yeah. Developed by this. And then the start, like, I, all those things now are, like, the barrier because the load times are so fast. Yep. So. Yep. Splash screens. You're, you're welcome to the joy of... Noticing the splash screens again, we've been we've been fighting these for years on PC because, like the loads are, you know, the SSDs have been there for a while, and uh, those like, those phew, splash yeah. screens will just sit around forever. Like it doesn't seem like much, but you really notice them whenever when the load's gone. Yeah, when yeah. the load's gone. So that's the funniest thing is noticing all the stuff that you never noticed before. Whenever you fix one thing and then, it's not necessarily a problem, but like yeah. you said, if you could find a way to eliminate those, well, you want the devel- I think it's yeah. fine. It's just that in most, again, because this has been an issue on PC, most games will let you skip them. Um, gotcha. But gotcha. every now and then you'll, you'll hit one and it's just like, have fun sitting through all of this. We've got about <laughs> 45 seconds of splash screens at the a beginning of this every time. It was developed you load by the game. 12 studios. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to be to, to its credit, you know, the Xbox's quick resume is pretty much can get you around that shit. Um, so I'd be curious to see. But, but, but the load times are incredibly fast. So it looks great. Anyways, I want to answer some specific game questions and console questions. Let's take a quick break. 
and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this commercial is brought to you by Chomping After Dark, our brand new podcast where we deep dive on video games, talking about the story in full detail. That's right. But we don't just talk about games. We've also talked about many wonderful movies. We talk about things from AAA titles to indie darlings to movies that just plain made us laugh. Yes, we are still waiting for the cat's butthole cut. If you want to check it out, please head over to swordchomp.com or any of the major podcast apps where you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like, dang, I just want to get this podcast two weeks early, head over to patreon.com slash swordchomp where you can get access to Chomping After Dark two weeks early. And we are back with more of the Chompcast. Um, so I'm just going to fl- fly through some comments here and just kind of briefly touch on some of these games. Uh, start with Astro's Playroom first because that was the one that was probably the most hyped up to me. Um, Dalgal says, what is your favorite Easter egg? So for people don't know, which is pretty much probably no one, The uh, it's a packing game. It's already installed, actually, when you get it. You can just click play. And it's sort of like a... Sp- Spiritual successor to Astro, um, Astrobot, the VR game that was really fantastic that probably not enough people played, even though it got great reviews and I guess sold well enough for VR. I think most people who had VR at least tried it out. Um, really a fantastic game. The coolest thing of my takeaway with my four or five hours of Astro's Playroom so far is that that team that made Astrobot that game was so clever and how it used VR, like how it used the camera angles and all the little quirks of, of the character. And, and even the way you'd use the, the controller for different abilities was really clever in VR. They've applied all that creativity to um, the whimsical charm of this game and the using the controller. So that is neat. Because all instead of the VR headset, they're like, okay, let's take all that creative juice we have and put it into like showing off this controller, um, and you know, in, and it's just constantly like cool, new, weird ideas. Ex- just jumping around and exploring the game feels great, like a Mario game. It feels fantastic, but like the way they're showcasing the controller at every turn is really, really clever and smart, and feels unique. So, yeah, I I like that as more of a pack in thing than. We mentioned this, I think it was last week, uh, Rich and I were talking about how the a lot of the haptic feedback is basically the same as what the Joy-Cons did, um, but there was nothing packed in to get that. The The one-two switch... Showed off, yeah. The one-two switch had a lot of really cool things to do to show off how the Joy-Cons worked and whatnot. The game wasn't my favorite. It was kind of just WarioWare light, which just it, yeah. it made me want a real WarioWare. Mm-hmm. Um but it should have been a pack-in. Like, it should have just yeah, been something to yeah. show off what this thing did. And, and instead, it was mm-hmm. just, you know, you're paying for a game that's, again, WarioWare light. Um, it's a smart goodwill gesture, yeah. too. As mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, the... Um, the if that Wario... Uh, sorry, if that 1-2... What was it called? 1-2-Switch? 1-2-Switch. 
if that had come with my Switch, like that would have been that was one of those games I really wanted to show to my family and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like it would have been sort of like the Wii Sports of the Switch. Exactly. It just and the, I think people really remember those games. Like every the coolest thing about it though, also like this is sort of like broad p- big picture because this game is being received so well. Astrobot was criminally underrated, and if anything, this game will be yeah. played by everyone. And I feel so good for that team because they made this amazing game. And you're like, ah, oh, only like a million people are going to play this game, but it's so good, you know. If that, and like now, it's like everyone and their mother is playing this game and loving it, and it's making them so happy. And it's like I'm so happy for these people because yeah, they deserved it, you know. Yeah, you know the the sad part about that is is if they really enjoy that playroom, they're going to be like, oh, I want to go back and play the Astrobot game. Oh, wait, I got to buy a $200 VR headset to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it'll be, you can get the adapter and maybe you find the headset for cheap. But that's true. Like, it would promote interest in, you'd think, in the... And that's what the whole game is. It's like a platformer. It's a lot of fun, but you are learning about the history of PlayStation. Like, they call them artifacts, and, and they're like these little robots that are studying these, like, classic... PlayStation artifacts, everything from throughout the history. And there's all these sort of inside jokes that if you've grown up a PlayStation, I wonder, I would love to talk to someone that had no PlayStation nostalgia that played this and be like, so tell me, what did you think of this thing? If they had never played like, you know, a PlayStation one or two or something, because I feel like the game would still be great, but so much of it is designed to make people smile that have grown up a PlayStation. So I, I don't know. I'm, I wonder equally if like someone had played the PlayStation one and chose the PS five as the console to get back in and they were to play that game, what they would think as well. I think I would be equally interested to hear that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's interesting case studies you have. I will say the, um, the coolest Easter egg so far I saw was in the very first level. There's, I really like the Kratos edition. They put Kratos and the boy in there in a cute way. Um, but you're gonna find cool. there's some there's some I don't even know. I'm like, oh, this is an inside joke for something, but I, it's it's over my head. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Um, it's it's and it's just really fun because you know Astrobot's like one of those platformers where you jetpack around and it feels really good, and it's really clever to get all the little collectibles and everything. Yeah, it is a it's magical. That game is that is Josh. I think you'll be really. I think you'll be. Really I am happy with really that. looking forward to it because that is. Like, I liked Moss for what it was doing narratively, but, like, I think as far as just, like, most fun to play, the Astrobot Rescue Mission is outstanding. Um, like, so fun, yeah. It is, it, is, yes. it is the reason to get the, uh, um, you know, the PlayStation VR, is in, in my opinion. I mean, there's other stuff on there, but, like, that's kind of the one you can play there that you can't play elsewhere. It's like, you, you get it to play that game. Um, it's... It's Everyone can enjoy that game. It's so yeah, good. I could see yeah. that being the case. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. No, it's like because even though as much as I love Resident Evil Seven, that's a horror game. Everyone can enjoy Astrobot. I mean, that's just universal. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's another smart thing about this. And they're establishing a new mascot for them in the process, which I think is really really cool. Um, as a as a poll will allude to later. So yeah, I've been really impressed by it, honestly. And the coolest thing about it is like the art direction. I was showing you guys this earlier. Like everything in the game is is supposed to be like circuitry or like the inside of electronics. So like even like the blades of grass and everything, they found a way to make look like little circuit boards and stuff. That's cool. Um, I, it's the yeah. yeah it's I think crazy. that a lot of the best aesthetics on their machines have been when they do something more kind of out there and interesting, like. Mm-hmm. I still think one of the best looking games on the PS4 
um, is Tearaway unfolded? The yeah, like the new because yeah. it still it looks real. It looks like the actual papercraft there that they're mm-hmm. making everything out of. It's just it's yes. it's and it's stunning on its own right. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing I've heard about that. I haven't played it, but Sackboy's Big Adventure, I've heard it's like pretty generic from gameplay perspective. I'll make my own opinion on it one day, but it looks really nice from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, almost kind of like a, because it's all yarn or whatever, right? Or like, so it's kind of almost like Yoshi's yeah, kind of like Woolly crafted, World sort of. Crafted like, sort of look, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that Yoshi game. Um, anyways, that game for, so far to me has lived up to to the hype for sure like i have just been like that game made me has made me smile and i don't even want to ruin all this stuff but like there are moments that have just made me just like completely um like i got like tingles throughout my body as i was like smiling with joy it was like pleasure tingles so it's 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 really never really, had those really before fantastic. never i've never <laughs> usually even when i orgasm usually it's like it's, am i supposed to feel something i don't know what's happening just dead um so let's see. So I did Dowgle, your but to answer your question, so far I would say the god. I really think the God of War one is really cute. And Brendan, how's the haptic feedback? I talked back th- about that in the last um, session. It's incredible. Uh, Corn space was it worth the hype? So far, yes, yes, it was. Uh, let's see. Um, next question. Uh, Jamie FFF said, "Have you platinum yet?" No, I have not. I have not. There's a lot of trophies in this game. Slacker. I have not <laughs> I know, I know. I, I feel the pressure too. Social media is bad for that. I see everyone showing off their platinums and I'm like, Argh! like the, the one thing I'll tell you guys that's cool and also frustrating about having a new console with all this stuff to play is that like for the first time since I was a kid, I've been jumping around. So like I'll play an hour of this game, an hour of that game, an hour of this game. And I, I don't normally do that, but I have like five things I want to, I just want to see what they do. Right. So I've been hopping around and it's making me crazy. Um, <laughs> Which I think is how Josh probably plays games. It's like, oh, how do we feel like? What do I feel like playing on Steam today? Let's mm-hmm. let's spin I kinda the Steam. Miss that, I kind of miss that feeling. Like I was I was thinking about that because playing through Crash Four kind of rekindled like my thoughts of playing games as a kid. And I was like, I used to jump around all the time, so I never beat any of these fucking games <laughs> when I was a kid. Because when I would get bored, I'd be like, ah, I'll flip on the other thing. This one's getting too hard. Like I and I even took it back to like yeah. The first Sonic game, I don't think I've ever made it past the third world in the original Sonic game because, like, I no get one bored has. at that point. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> switch games. Literally no one has ever finished that game. It's- <laughs> Truth be told, Shay, when I went back and played Sonic as an adult, I got all the way to, like, the sixth or the seventh world, and I was like, I've never seen this <laughs> stuff before. <laughs> right? I didn't know all this game was in here, and it got really tough. Yep. And then I think you have to start the yep. whole game over when you die, which is yep. some bullshit. So. I've only ever played what I could play at a friend's house. <laughs> I was like, damn, there's a whole, there's a lot more game here than I remember. And I thought Sonic was just two levels. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so another big one that we got codes from Counterplay Games, Godfall. This is actually a, a very personal thing that I sent out a couple months ago. I was like, I'm just really curious about this game. I know no one cares about it. And I emailed the developer and I was really working hard to procure a code um, because I was wanted to talk about it before launch, and unfortunately, I didn't get a PlayStation Five until after launch. So there's nothing I could have done about that. But they were kind enough to give us some codes. They gave Rich some codes too that he'll talk about next week. So thank you, Counterplay, for at least providing us with a chance to talk about this game free of charge. Um, That's nice. Now the game itself. <laughs> the game itself is very pretty, but very as 
It feels very boilerplate if I had to describe it. Um, I like it despite this for a very interesting reason. Um, I don't think other than the game, I think the game is a nice showpiece if you're just buying it. Um, sorry, Josh, I missed what you said in chat. Nothing, there. nothing. Uh, well, it's probably inappropriate anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Almost exclusively. I, it's kind of a fun throwback to like those launch games to me that like you remember being very pretty but not very good. Um, and I don't really want to bash this game too much because I've only played it a couple hours. But like it's that quintessential launch game that's like, hey, this is a shiny way to show off your new your new PlayStation. But the game itself is very like generic. Like we joke about Assassin's Creed being video game, the video game. This is video game, the video game. Let me tell you, hmm. like the, if you look at the art direction or the fact that it has like very straightforward loot and combat like it's it's i want to like it a lot more than i do i don't i don't think the combat feels terrible it's a little sluggish at first and and the haptic feedback and the controller make it a little more enjoyable um i want to see i want to see how far it goes i want i want to i want to ride this generic wormhole all the way to the end um because like there's weird things about the game like I, I crossed because the map is kind of like open ended, even though you can zoom around for different missions. Um, what what do you what do you laugh about, Shiv? Uh, uh, you said I want to ride this generic wormhole to the end, and I wanted to say title of your sex tape, but I knew oh, you were making a point, man. so I didn't want to be rude. I should. Uh, that's a good one. I know that's actually a good one. I totally missed that one. Um, right, so I hit the no that I've. <laughs> Not an Josh, issue for you? Okay. Josh said right until I hit the cervix. That never happens for me, Josh. Okay. Don't worry. Um, no, but like I crawl last night I was playing and I crossed into an area because the mission was over and it was like war back to base, where there was like stronger enemies in front of me that I'd never seen before, and I like tried to tackle them and they were like too strong for me. So it's it actually is there is a dec- there's some ambition there as far as like the scale of the world and exploration and stuff. But like literally you just, e- even the combat itself has some pretty solid principles, I guess. Like you'll find an enemy that's shielding another enemy. So you're like, okay, let me take this guy out. He's like a guardian. And then I can weaken this other guy now because he's not being protected. Like it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Like, like Rich said, it's super generic. And I, unfortunately I'm going to have to agree with him there, but it's pretty and I want to see where it goes because it is a, a very pretty launch game. But yeah, I was I was hoping this game was gonna be a sleeper. That's one of the reasons why I um <laughs> Shay's be, Shay's doing weird stuff on camera just to throw me off. Um <laughs> I was kinda hoping this game would be like a surprise sleeper, but um it's you know. The reality is it wasn't a brand new console and it wasn't so pretty and new. There's probably not a lot there to keep people going. But I have so, I respect – go ahead. Go so ahead. what you're saying – here's what I'm hearing really quickly. Instead of it being called Godful, Godfall, you're calling it God Awful is what you're saying. No, no. I don't think it's – I don't think it's God Awful. I just – there's – other than that, it's a nice, pretty way to show off your machine. There isn't anything about it that sticks out as being particularly yeah. – Okay. So god-awfully generic is what you're calling it. <laughs> I guarantee uh, somebody's going to put that in their in their review. Godfall, more like god-awfully generic. Uh, somebody has, yeah. 
I felt I felt a little it was a little tough. I felt a little bad because they were like, make sure you link us the review as soon as you're, we're excited to read it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if you're gonna be excited to read this one. Um, but like in all seriousness, I I I don't I don't hate it, but I want to spend some more time with it. Um, because the one, I you know I would say the one redeeming factor, and you're gonna hate this, Josh, is that there's loot, baby. There's loot. <laughs> There it is. There you go. It's a pretty. I was wrong with my guess. I I assumed it was boobs. I assumed it was boobs that was pulling you through because that's generally what gets you through anything. But no, loot loot would be the other option. So it it, I needed something to cling to. You know what? Maybe Josh, if you we could play it together because it doesn't even have like a lobby like Destiny or something. But it does seem like someone can join your party and kill things with you. So Hmm. it's it's definitely in a weird. It almost feels to me like a Kickstarter for counterplay games, um, and like down the and you know maybe we can see what they would do with Godfall Two or another game. Um, you know, it's like one of those games that's going to ride high with the launch because people want something to play. But uh, it'll probably it'll probably sell okay, probably five hundred thousand copies to a million, I would guess, um, because people want all the new games they can play on that new machine. So, and it is to be fair, a pretty game. It does like as soon as you start it, you're like, okay, this looks like a PlayStation Five game. I get this; it's very pretty, and I and <clears throat> the combat is uh, you know serviceable enough. So I love to bang off some more thoughts off. It's Josh, you and Rich. After I can spend some more time with it, um, it is not the sleeper I hoped it would be, but I respect the fact that they gave me a code, so I want to spend some more time with the game. Um, okay, I think we're gonna have to start doing a section at the end of the at the end of each episode, like if we are getting codes, like I want to thank such and such for handing us a code, like uh, at the end of the year. Cause like, or not the end of the year, the end of the episode, because like you're talking about this game that you got a code for. I'm maybe talking about Valhalla again. Might be a good section. Just complete random aside that I'm doing in the middle of the podcast that I should probably have waited until after the episode, but you know, yeah, very random. but now you all get very to hear it too. Lucky you free content. Um, crit two fifteen said, Three "Great triple A content." Crit two fifteen says, "Does it get repetitive pretty quick?" I mean, maybe if there was something more to latch onto, like the story or something else into there um, that I can't really get into. You know, it's 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 fairly repetitive, um, but it's not the worst thing in the world. So, um, <laughs> is it mediocre? The Bacchanal? I would say it's very boilerplate. If that's a helpful answer for you. Yes. Video game, the video game. It is the quintessential six out of 10, if you will. <clears throat> um, would you co-op with me? I don't know. Maybe sure. Sorry, corn space. I might do that. Um, <laughs> one more. Let's see. Uh, does the game strike? Uh, Mr. Amadeus says, does the game strike you as one that will be eventually be offered as a PS plus giveaway? You know, I was thinking about the legacy of this game and I think if you're going to play it oddly enough, you'd want to play it now because once, once Godfall isn't one of the best looking games on the system in a half a year or a year, it's going to, it's going to sit a lot worse right now. The visual splendor is the one the sole redeeming quality of the game, right? Because everything else is just kind of whatever. So once that wears off, yeah. That's why it's, Trump that's keeps problem. on trading in wives. <laughs> what did that have to do with anything? <laughs> no, no. No, no. Gotta have the best visuals. Whatever's <laughs> <laughs> no, best visuals. 
I can't. I can't do this. The, I can't do the, the weirdest way. If you've yeah. ever seen Godfall art, it's a weird thing because it's like it feels like it should be cooler than it is. It's like you look at it and you're like, I feel like this art should be like I should be like more into it than I am because it you know everything's like shiny and there's like lots of exaggerations. It's like it's hard to. It's almost like they went too overboard. Like it's just too busy in a way. Hmm. Um, Maybe that's what it's just designed to be is like a uh, an extended tech demo for the new console. Maybe that's what it really is supposed to be at the end of the day. You know, I I wouldn't put that past them, Shay. Like, if that was one of the early games, they're like, hey, this is going to be a straightforward, you know, kill some things with your friends and loot game, but it's going to be real pretty, and everything's going to be shiny, and there's going to be lots of shiny surfaces. So who knows, you know? Better than um, shiny cervixes. There are some really minor, almost God of War things. Like, there was a chest that was locked, and I had to... You know, in God of War, they had those chests that were locked, and you had to find, like, those points that were hidden around the chest and throw your axe at them, and then it would, like, open up, like, the chest. So they have some yeah. stuff kind of like that in the game, but it's it's all pretty... Very straightforward, so... Uh, and and Bug Snacks is the last one. Bug Snacks is... Oh... Bug snacks. Josh, I've did been you hearing a lot of people and... been liking that game. Did you? Uh, there, there's there's some things I really do like about it. Josh, did you pick that up on PC or no? I or did not, um, because I figured it was something that my kids would want to play. So I was waiting for the PS5 version, um, just so it would be downstairs and uh, easy for them to pick up and play instead of uh, having to kick me off the computer. That's actually a good point. I think kids would love to play it or watch play it. So yeah, it's it was billed as sort of like when we first saw it, wasn't it? That PS Five stream, I believe it was the PS Five event when they first launched. Yes, I I'm pretty sure they announced it at the PS Five. That's when I remember event. it. I I'm, I don't think they showed it anywhere else first. I'm I'm pretty sure it was at that event that it was announced. The cool thing is it is free with PS Plus. So I have the, mm-hmm. the PS Plus card and it's yeah, it's just one of the free games this month on PS5. It's like the bug snacks themselves look very cute and charming. It's like the world itself is like not the best looking, like especially coming off of a game like um that game I was really into, uh, from the Rick and Morty people. Um Far Cry five? Oh god, now I'm now I'm I'm losing it. It was a VR game. And Trover saves the universe. That game was so goddamn charming, and this the art direction. Of this game kind of reminds me of that. But that game was like every drop of that game was just gorgeous. And like, so this is one of those weird games where the world itself doesn't look super artistic and cartoonish, but the creatures do. So there's like a little bit of a weird dichotomy there for me. But like, yeah, it's 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 a really weird game where you capture little. Things called bug snacks, and you feed them to these villagers and these people, and so it's like kind of morbid and dark. And uh, so it's capitalism. I, I yes, yeah, and I am digging it so far. It's just I thought it was me a little more visual splendor. And Josh, the Pokemon Snap stuff, I I sort of see you do like lure things around by throwing treats around to get their attention and stuff like that. So there is definitely. Uh, a Pokemon Snap element there, like you'll set up, like you'll watch a little bug and you can see its pattern where it's walking. So you set up a trap where it walks, but it gets scared when it sees you and runs in a bush. So you hide and get far away and lure it out of the bush, and then it starts walking in the path again, and you trap it or something okay. like that. You know, you yeah. just kind of study stuff, and the puzzle element is basically figure out how to catch the bug snacks. So that's neat. Um, 
it, it's not as disturbing as I thought it was going to be. Someone told me when you eat the bug snacks, it changes the villager's body to look kind of like a bug snack. So if they eat a frider, which is a spider that looks like a French fry, um, which is great, right? Their arm starts to turn into a French fry. But it's 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 not as creepy as I thought it was going to be. The concept is creepy, but the actual execution because of the, the art and everything is just a little more silly. Um but I've heard from people I trust that it has a very dark twist. So to stick with it. So okay. it's a weird game. That's a weird game. Yeah, yeah definitely going to be playing that as soon as it comes in. Cause I actually, I already, you can, you can redeem those uh, PS plus things just on, on a browser. So I did mm-hmm. that just in case I couldn't get a hold of this machine until later on. So yeah, that's, that's another one that'll be able that was to wise. be able to get yeah. right away. Yeah, that was one of my the first couple games I got, and I did pump. Um, well, before I mention that, um, Carn- <laughs> Carn- Carnivora said she said, "What does it taste like?" I would say Bug Snack so far has a delicious center, but the outside texture is a little bit off putting when I'm eating it. That that is a good um, question though. Have you have you tried putting the PS Five in your mouth to see if it uh, has that has that bitterance, like the Switch carts? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, after waiting as long as I have to get this thing, Josh, I'm afraid to almost touch the goddamn thing. I don't, <laughs> want, anything to, I don't want anything to happen to it. I like I check it twice a day to make sure it's still working at this point because I my brain is now broken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this, this, this just, is like, what for did the first that. day. I'm sure the first day I was sure I should say that you were gonna just get in your bathtub naked, just holding it, just kind of swaying back and forth very gently talking to it, caressing it and petting it. And your wife comes in and is like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're just like, shh, it's sleeping. Sleeping. I See, that would have been a great viral video right there. Yeah. That, there's something there's a, there. A lot of ideas. We're just yeah. flowing, overflowing with ideas today. Um, honestly, but honestly, I am enjoying it. I've just, like I said, I've been jumping around, so I'm trying to keep, it's hard to keep a flow with everything because my, I'm so excited to play everything. Um, but I, but I, I'm gonna stick with that one, um, and of course Emily, who hooked me up, she actually left a comment on this. She said, "Is it kind of bug? Are they kind of bug or kind of snack?" I would say honestly, they're a little more snack than they are bug. To be honest with you, like when I was looking at the frider and like the the burger little creature that's running around, it's they look a lot more snack than they do bug to me. Hmm. Um, so maybe that's why they're not as unsettling. Like they actually look kind of tasty. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess, but everything's edible once. Well, I mean, there are people look straight up. There are people that eat bugs. So, you know, what, what, what are we doing here with bug snacks? Really? All bugs are snacks. If you think about it. Exactly. Technically, almost everybody eats some form of bug. Like if you have literally anything with, um, artificial cherry, vanilla, or strawberry flavor in it you are eating some form of bugs as well as, and we've talked about this live on the show. Most red dyes as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, because like all the bugs that get processed and crunched. No, no, no. That's what it's made out of. What? What are you talking about? what the flavoring comes from or or the color. We talked about this on the show back when we used to do the uh, bio breaks. It's made out of um, bug shells and, um, or I should say exoskeletons. And uh, I think it's called castor- castorium, which is a uh, that comes from the beaver anus. We talked about that live a few years back on the show. <laughs> Damn. 
What the? F okay. Well, you sent me a list of these things so I can look up what sort of things I want to ingest or not. Um, I need to know. Spider's Corner said none of the trailers sold me on Bug Snacks. Is it worth playing? It's uh, on PS Plus, so maybe that would help make the decision for you, my friend. And uh, oh my God, Ajawa said, "What is your favorite Bug Snack so far?" You know, the first one I saw was like this bird or moth-looking thing that flew overhead. That was like a pizza. It looked like a giant pizza moth thing and i was really interested in that i was like what the f i want to see more of that they just showed it at the beginning and i haven't really seen it since um i'm only like i said i'm only like probably two hours into bug snacks yeah you'll Although, probably have to escape from that as the planet explodes near the end it'll be chasing the, you the down pizza? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost reminded me of like in that first pokemon episode where that uh there's like a lugia flying in. no it was a ho-oh do you remember that? That was a weird myth in Pokemon. In the first season of Pokemon the cartoon, even though there was no Ho-Oh in the game, there was a Ho-Oh that flew over in the first episode of the anime, hmm. which is that, a very those interesting Those are the good old days, like when they had all those mysteries and stuff. Those, those were the good days. Yeah. All the mysteries gone from the world now. It's because we're old. Snacks is bringing it back. It's because the internet. Bug Snacks is bringing back Mysteries mystery, just aren't right? believable anymore. Mr. COVID, you what can, is it? You can Google that shit. You can. <laughs> Mr. COVID said, what is it and why do people keep talking about it? I hope this conversation helped. Think Pokemon Snap, um, but more like sort of indie exploration kind of a game with some oddly dark thematic elements. And uh, get a PlayStation Plus account. See how you feel about it. Uh, I will say really very briefly, um, before we break and talk about Assassin's Creed and if found, that... I tried Maneater on the PlayStation. It does pop a little bit more. Um, actually, it has ray tracing now, which is great in Maneater. Um, yeah, when I flew it, when I swam out in that first area, it definitely had some more pop, but, you know, I wasn't blown away or super impressed or yeah. anything, but it does have a little more oomph to it. I mean, as long as it runs well, that's going to be the biggest thing. Actually, the, the yeah. thing, the part of it that I think is probably going to work the best is the area at the end of the game where you've got like three zones butted up against each other and the way the asset streaming was set, yeah. you'd end up with load times just swimming around. Um, well, so I, I think that oh, would probably yeah. work significantly better if you're on an SSD. Yeah, and you know what, Josh? One weird thing I have noticed so far is that even despite having no load times, I have not noticed any pop-in in the games I'm playing, which is weird. Yep. There's no pop-in that I've seen. No popping. There's no reason so for far. it if you can load it in right away. <laughs> That's it's just you pop in was like the thing when you that play jumped. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> you may get that popping. Well, I'll I'll let you know. I just think that would be great. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll about still get popping if you don't have enough VRAM to store all of it. So, which is probably going to be an issue for a, a game or two here and there. Yeah. But it is nice. So I wanna I'm gonna jump into No Man's Sky and Assassin's Creed and Miles Morales here. I've actually heard really good things about that No Man's Sky update, Josh. I'm telling you, that next generation thing, people have said it's really, really pretty. So as far as the detail goes. Okay. And the game is basically the same. So I'll let you know. Um I, mean, I still anyway, think it was best before they fixed any of it, but anyway. Well, I don't know what to tell you there, yeah. sir. Anyways, yeah, Rich will be back next week, and Josh, you'll hopefully have yours, so I can bounce some, uh, we can bounce some thoughts off you. You'll have some time with it. 
So, yeah. So, again, thank you, Emily, and thank you, everyone, for uh, leaving a question. It has been a magical couple days. Um, my head's spinning, really. It's been very exciting. So I look forward to talking about it more in the your community. Your sleep reserve banks have been depleted, as well as your testicles have been depleted from the sheer amounts of semen that you have shot into your own underwear playing your PS5. Yes, that's correct. No further All questions. Every, no, no further questions, Your Honor. Um, all right, well, we'll be right back with some Assassin's Creed Valhalla talk and If Found, so you don't want to miss it. See you soon. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shay. You know what I was thinking about this week? I want to spend my money on a lot of different things, like a wall clock, a face mask, a puzzle, and a T-shirt. You know where I could spend that kind of money? I was thinking about webbed feet, but if you want all that, you can find it at store.swordchomp.com. Oh, store.swordchomp.com. And I've heard they have a bunch of different logos, too. I've heard they have the Sword Chomp logo, the Chomping After Dark logo, and they just recently got up the In the Blood and the Evoking the Sublime logo as well. The rumors are true. Well, that's good. That's good. So if you out there are interested at all, head to store.swordchomp.com. That's store.swordchomp.com. See you there. And we are back with more of the Chompcast. We are continuing our epic quest through Assassin's Creed of Valhalla and Valhalla. Uh, <laughs> Valhalla. Phenomena. Uh, Shay was telling us, um, <laughs> well, he wasn't here last week, but he was telling us privately that he was surprised when he hit the title card because it was a very late title card that it, it felt like the game sort of came into its own, right, Shay? That's what you were telling me? Yeah, you know, I thought I was further in the game than I was because um, you hit the title screen probably at about eight to 10 hours. Which is very okay. reminiscent of Red Dead 2. Uh, obviously, I, I had forgotten that's what Red Dead 2 did until I hit that. And I was like, that reminds me of Red Dead 2, actually, now that I think about it. Um, and it's interesting because the game's kind of showcasing everything to you, kind of rolling it out to you pretty slowly. And kind of showing you what it's about and building everything up. And then you just get launched into the game. Because I thought, you know, from the beginning with the way the prologue works, that you were going to spend, spend a lot of your time trying to find and kill Kiltve, which is the guy who kills your parents at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. But that's just such a small aspect to what's actually going on in the game. Um, I, I, I will do some minor spoilers here. Um, so if you guys don't want to, you as in uh, the people listening, I know Josh and Morgan aren't going to care too much. And I don't think we'll probably, I, I don't see the likelihood that we're compelled to do a chomping after dark after this. I don't think there will be enough interest, but if there is, um, I'll try and avoid a lot of spoilers. But basically, um, after you kill Kyotve, um, Bless you. you are, you are prompted and it's, it's all before the title screen, um, that when you kill Kyotve, you are basically prompted to set up. Josh you're, is really committed to this joke. Okay? He is. He is. Sorry. 
<laughs> I was trying to roll past it. I apologize, Josh. I'll let you have your, your joke. No, but um, after you kill him, you are basically prompted to go to England. Um, or I should say the lower, um, lower than Scandinavia. Because uh, the way it's being set up now, you're going to end up going to multiple countries, which is something that's kind of new for the Assassin's Creed games. So you're up north, obviously, um, for the beginning title sequence, which takes place, coincidentally, like Red Dead 2, in a very snowy area. And then when you leave, you're in a more uh, temperate climate um, landscape. There's a lot of wildlife um, around. Uh, again, very similar to Red Dead 2. You get a lot more like grass and yes. sunshine. Yes, grass, trees, mountains. Yeah, all like of all of that sun. stuff. Rivers. <laughs> yeah, it, and so um, the game really starts taking off from there. You can there's a feature where basically you can go back and forth between the uh, the con- or not the continents, the countries. But simultaneously, what's happening in the overworld? Because eventually, after the title screen, they finally warp um, the player back to the modern day. And obviously, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since three, and I didn't even finish that game. So I had to go and read. Oh, you get to do the animus stuff. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. So Neat. I actually had to go onto a site and read everything that has happened um, from three onwards, like how three oh, ends wow. up until now. And there's a ton of stuff that happens in the overworld um, or the modern world, whatever you want to call it, and it's. It got fairly convoluted um, before Origins and Odyssey, which is what Rich and Josh did mention. It gets fairly convoluted in there. Um, yeah, yeah. I was I was a little bit confused reading on some of that stuff, but basically where you're at now is, um, and this is this is a minor spoiler from the older games, specifically three. Uh, there was this big cataclysmic event that was going to happen in 2012. Uh, which aligns with what the Mayans thought and um, yeah. major spoiler alert. So I apologize they were four years early. You're not caught up like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, de- <laughs> that uh, Desmond ends up basically sacrificing himself to prevent the cat, the cataclysmic event from happening. He succeeds. The earth is saved. Um, but now another one is starting to happen. And I believe that was starting to take place during either Origins or Odyssey. I'm not sure the exact timeline on that. But basically, when you're in the modern world, you're kind of thrust into that. And um, what ends up happening is you're in America, and you find the remains of Eivor. And so they're talking about how basically this big find is going to rewrite the history books because... Obviously, that's not when they thought the first Europeans migrated over to the U.S. And so um, I'll leave it there. I just kind of wanted to give you guys some backdrop as to where the story is kind of going. Um, I've gotten a little bit further than that, not too much further. I've done some really, really cool side missions in the game. Um, I kind of got distracted by one of the side missions. Basically, um, you... It's very similar to Red Dead story-wise, where basically you go to this new country and you're trying to reestablish yourself on your own um, kind of situation with you and your band of followers. And you're trying to yeah. get more people to kind of connect, make connections and support you and 
so on and so forth. And uh, there's a side mission that I did. It was super cool where you hear this rumor about this, just this vicious uh, Viking um, who lives on his own now. And you basically go and you, you find, you find out where he's at. Um, and he's this guy that lives in this cave with this polar bear. It's just him and this polar bear. And they basically just him and his, his pet ha! polar bear. Yeah. And there, there's a whole story that unfolds out from that. And it's, it's really, really interesting. Like I know I had said in the prologue stuff That's that cool. the, the side content wasn't that interesting. I was wrong. And, uh, I, I want to admit it that it gets interesting. It yeah. gets very interesting. That's fair. Yes. I mean, um, I heard there was fishing in that game, Shay. I read there was fishing. Yes, there is. <laughs> there is. I was like, oh, fishing. Right. Uh, like that. A- that's what I like. Th- that's what I kind of wanted to get across here. Like, I haven't played that much more of the game. I know a lot of people have probably already beaten the game at this point. I I haven't had time. I I did spend a lot more time with the game, but I I was pretty harsh on the beginning of that game, and um. It has gotten a lot better after you get past the title screen. And I was telling Morgan this privately. Okay. I think you'd really enjoy the game because there is a lot of parallelism um, in terms of uh, how how the game is kind of constructed with Red Dead 2. I don't know if it's necessarily as good or better than Red Dead 2. I, I've, I enjoyed my time with Red Dead 2 as of now more than I've enjoyed my time with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But I definitely think that there is a lot of value in the game. And there's a lot of fun to be had, especially if you liked Red Dead 2. Um, it's been a very fun game. And there's some creative parallels between both games. There is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, what's interesting is, like, I finally have gotten to some of the stealth mechanics. They are obviously not as uh, prominent as they were in older Assassin's Creed games. They're more of, like, a facet of the game. But it's definitely still just as rewarding to take someone down via stealth and assassination. Um, what's one, one interesting thing about this game is that there are certain areas that you kind of have to conquer or raid, and they're, they're sectioned off by raid level and character level and um, your, your clan's level. And that all kind of factors in. And... If you're not strong enough level and you roll up to one of those places to raid, you get your fucking dicks stomped on and it's, it's immediate. Like, it's not like you can't win, but you have to be very precise with what you do. So it's interesting how they've kind of framed the game. Are there, do they sort of exaggerate like the fantasy elements for, for example, I don't know why. Is this someone who's really into the game posted a screenshot of like a dead whale with like sh- giant sharp teeth, like a shark? And I've seen like some of the animals look. The- Is there like a fan fantasy element to the game that's like a little more exaggerated in places? Or um, not sure yet. I well, yes and no. Um, the 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 side mission that I did has a little bit of that. Uh, one of the side missions, I should say, the one I was just describing to you, has a little bit of that. Um, I've unfortunately seen some screenshots of certain things that you encounter later in the game, and that is a major spoiler, so I'm not, I'm not going to reveal that. Oh, okay. I will say that it's very, very possible, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm glad we'll have some more time. Like I said, I'll, I'll, next week I'll have some PS5 impressions of that because there was a PS5 upgrade just right there sitting on the store for me. So yeah, thank you again, I, Ubisoft, for those... Uh, Yes. For the review code. Thank you, Ubisoft, very much. 
And I, I do want to talk more about the game, but I also want to wait until you and Rich, if he's going to end up playing it, and even Josh, if he's going to end up playing it by the end of the year, have had some time with it. Because like I want to get more into it, but I also don't want to sit here and talk about all this stuff by myself and then have you guys come in like um a week or two later and so i'll I'll save i'll save some more of my thoughts for now i kind of got out what i wanted to say i think it's a really fun game um if people like for me because obviously i haven't played an assassin's creed game until three uh this is a good game to jump in back back in on if you want to kind of see where assassin's creed is gone and especially if you liked red dead 2 this would be a good game for you to pick up and i think a lot of people who already know that they would like this game have already picked it up at this point just saying in the event yeah. that you are you're you've been kind of sitting on the sidelines uh you know i've kind of been interested to see what assassin's creed is doing nowadays this is a good place to jump back in yeah if and you know it's one of those things where like that's why i was holding off on it because I wanted to, if I was going to spend any more time with it and I knew it was getting the PS five, I just wanted to experience it that way because yeah. why not? You know? So uh, one, one thing I will, a few things that actually, there are a few small things I wanted to say. I just remembered that you mentioned that I hope for you on the PS five, that the load times are diminished because mm. it's the first time in a while, in a while, like at least this year that I can remember the load times being as long as they are. It's probably been the most load time heavy intensive wise game i don't know how to word that uh it's the load times are the most excruciating out of this year for me thus far um they're extremely long that's brutal and i i had this really funny experience i was telling the guys this privately um you do those synchronization points in the game and i feel like as much as it is to kind of like give you a breath of fresh air it's also to kind of show off the tech and show off how beautiful the world that they crafted is i think that's kind of like a side um yeah goal of theirs well i i got to this one i think it's been that area since since like early on right they're so pretty once you get up there right but it's it's funny because uh i was doing a synchronization point uh the last time i was playing and i get up there and avor uh the main character looks you know fully rendered beautiful but then the background looks kind of more blurred than usual like i understand there's motion blur with most games nowadays, but it you looked like abnormally blurred and I couldn't figure out why. And then there are these birds that fly from behind the character onto the screen and they look so robotic that it was <laughs> like PS one level animation. So you had three different levels of graphics going on at the screen at one time as the camera's panning around you. And it was super, it made me laugh so hard. It completely took me out of the immersion. I was like, Fuck, they really cut some corners on the graphics in this game. <laughs> well, I, I wonder, too, like, I'm not saying that's the case, but I know you're on a, a still on the base PS4, and I wonder if, I wonder how much the jump is, how big of a difference it is. Yeah, you know? I, I, you know, at first, I, I kind of we'll laughed and scoffed at you for saying that, but now having experienced that stuff, I, I'm actually more apt to wanting to hear the differences that are going to be there because there's been a lot of popping there's been a lot of like graphical glitches and stuff like most of it doesn't really bother me like there is a point where i'm playing as the female avor part of her hair was poking through the front of her face doesn't really bug me that much it's a little <laughs> yeah. funny but it's like i've seen that yeah, for years I, i'm used to it yeah i mean nothing's going to be perfect but i hate it just, when my hair pokes through my face it's really the worst it sucks 
It sucks, man. But it's almost as bad as yeah, when your feet clip through the ground. Like... <laughs> oh, I hate that. Trying to go upstairs and all of a sudden floating. your foot's halfway through one of them. I love like when you're Probably walking upstairs and a character model gets like warped in and they're like halfway coming out of the stairs. <laughs> not not that that happens in this game. Just a game. Well, but one of the I, things I think is interesting. Oh, oh, I was just gonna say one of the things that I hope is interesting is that like the lower end games, like the Manhunters and stuff on PlayStation Five, uh, obviously excluding PC, like graphically will even out. Like that's what we're gonna see, of course, with all the smaller independent games and stuff. I was just hoping that like the lowest barometer will be brought up, which is on next gen consoles, which is just visually at least, which I think is really cool for people like myself yeah. who are a bit of an asshole when it comes to visuals. Like I know you're a lot kinder I, than I am. I, I I'm kinder when it's like actual graphics themselves, when it's to things like I was talking about that synchronization point, like I'm not being harsh on it. It just also, it's detracting. I mean, at the end of the day to be perfectly like objective and honest, and stuff, it yeah. is detracting. Yes. Um, what the game I would love to see, um, on a, on a new console or at least on the PC, um, with fully updated graphics would be Ori. Just had to make that random aside because yeah, I would I would love to see Ori in the Will of the Wisps on the new console or on a fully updated PC. You had to say PC, yeah, just not upset those PC people. Yep. I I I knew if I didn't say PC, Josh would be like, well, you know, there is a console that you could have right now that isn't really a console. <laughs> So he's got to be your checks and balances. <clears throat> Speaking of Joshua Fowler, um, he has been playing a game called If Found. And If Found, please return to... I don't know. I was just thinking about all those sad posters I see at my local Albertsons where all those mm. lost puppies and cats and stuff. And I'm just like, God damn, this is heartbreaking. I just came here to get some milk and cookie dough. And now I'm faced with heartache and pain. Um, I hope that people have found their lost cats and dogs and all those things. Yep. If no, but if found, Josh was a game that I remember discussing briefly the early, very early on in the year. I'm trying to remember why, because this game came out a, a while ago, right? Uh, May or is it October? Let me look. Got it in my notes. Oh, Morgan know. knows he's just testing you. Remember, he's the gaming historian. He's just testing you right now, Josh. <laughs> it was May. May 19th. You could write notes or you could just Google. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could. Or I could Google once and then have it in my notes. How dare you? You would never be a monster. Um, there, yeah, there, I'm trying to remember there's a... A reason why I was looking up at the time, but yeah, so it's like a visual novel you said you were described? Yeah, it is a visual novel um, with a kind of unique mechanic for getting from, instead of just clicking through like you do on any other visual novel, like you do that occasionally uh -huh. on the conversations that are present time, um, but... Most of the story is told through a character's diary that you found um, that you are going back through, and the mechanic to get through it is to erase it. Um, like you've got to, you know. Erase the memory uh, in the diary? Well, not just erase the memory, but like 
like all the pencil marks, like like in a in a literal sense, you you go through just erasing through stuff, which will be the text, um, which will sometimes be a bunch of scribbles that is over the text, so you can see new stuff, um, mm-hmm. and it is. Excuse me, sorry. He's Josh is dying over there. Motherfucking yep. sneeze. Mother it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Look at the light. Look at the light, Josh. Yeah. Thought it was gonna happen. No, nope, no, no sneeze. No sneeze. We're okay. Um sorry. <laughs> um but anyway, you are erasing through this journal. Um okay. that are the relived memories of the main character. Um they have a um, trying to trying to not spoil stuff because the whole point of this is it's a visual novel. Um, like the whole point is the narrative. Um, but like kind of yeah, it's hard to explain without yeah. The framing the framing stuff. device is that you are an astronaut who is trying to track down some strange readings. They're trying to find Planet X. Is what they think they found Planet X. There's these gravitational readings that they've finally been able to track down. Um. And so they've gone to find Planet X, and they get there, and it's not Planet X; it's a black hole, and it's dun, going dun, to dun. destroy Event Horizon. Yeah, yes. it's it's going to destroy Earth. Um, and anyway, you're during all this as you're spiraling into a black hole, trying to get word back to Earth. You're kind of reliving their memories by way of their journal, um, of them, um growing up in Ireland um in uh specifically the parts of the journal you're reading through are uh the end of the year near Christmas of 93 um which is okay when they when they came out to their family as trans and the story that they're going through um there that's why I was looking it up because I was looking at trans uh characters in games when the last of us was out and mm-hmm. i found it found yes i found it found it that okay it was bothering me i was like why was it that, yeah that probably would have been yes. it um that's a big part of the game yeah yeah that's that's um yeah that's a lot of it um it um spoilers the spoilers spoilers i mean spoilers. not not really like that's from the beginning but um okay they use that whole mechanic of erasing the, you know, the narrative that you're, that you're reading, that you're, you're seeing there, um, for really good effects in the narrative later on. Um, Mm -hmm. but that takes a long time to pay off. So I'm, I really don't want to get into it except there is, there's like a narrative reason why all that's, so like erasing, like, like again, I don't like, that's like, okay, okay. That's like late, game stuff so i don't want to get into that but on top of that just the visual aspect of erasing to get through the next to like the next screen and whatnot to to continue the game ends up with some of just the most gorgeous visuals that they have there because it'll um again because the framing device of you falling into a black hole um you've got like these sort of um, 
astronomical and psychedelic visuals going on, kind of bleeding through the uh, pencil sketches that they've made in their notebook um, that she, that she's got of like all the different friends she's made during this time, all the little pictures like oh here's a sketch of of my house at this time, um, and it is just it's ridiculously striking. It is. Um, was there any influence from Interstellar? Because it kind of sounds like there was. Uh, I have no idea. I've not seen that one. <gasps> I was gonna make. Why a would jo- I gasp? <gasps> like, <gasps> it's like one of my favorite movies. I was gonna make a joke that it was. It sounds like Christopher Nolan took acid and uh, made an indie film for that... uh, Sundance. <laughs> okay, kind of does. Know, maybe, kind of does. You'd probably like Interstellar, but anyways, Josh, that was just I was yeah. just um, bouncing off what you were describing. Yeah, yeah. The uh, um, the, just the the a it's 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 a weird sort of thing because the visuals are so abstract or not not really abstract. Mm. Like the, the journal is the journal that looks like it does, but because of uh, like everything else going on there, it's it's very surreal. Um, but the audio during all of that helps to ground all of it because there's really good sound design to kind of try to put you in the places that all these general entries are happening in. Um, okay. That is really well done. Um, they've got really good audio, really good, um, really good music to go with all of it. A lot of, a lot of kind of, um, atmospheric stuff. And then also punk music because there's kind of a theme of um the punk scene going on in in Hmm. in the in in her actual life in in the in the journal that you're experiencing yes yes um and so you kind of get these weird blendings of the two and it's it's really cool it's really cool um what is the i almost i think i almost bought it on phone weirdly enough which is dumb because i never play phone games but i saw it on there and i was like you know, maybe I can. Did you finish it? Is it like a short game? I did finish it. It is. Let me check. I'm sure this is wrong because, again, if I'm playing it on Steam, Steam I get interrupted by kids. Three hours. So it's got to be under three hours for it to be that on okay. there. So, yeah, fairly. You can you can finish it in the sitting. Um, It has. Fairly good. Chapter breaks where, you know, like you're back to the future and, you know, trying to figure out a new thing or whatever um, to give you a spot to jump off. If you want to play it in smaller chunks, which okay. I actually did like, it's, it's a fairly short game, but I still, I still put it over several days, I think four or five days, like just playing a chapter here and there, because it was, it's the sort of game that I wanted to sit with and think about. Um, Cause there's just, there's so much, interesting stuff going on that you just you want to kind of absorb um like you were mentioning multitasking a bunch i have been multitasking not not because i'm just wanting to jump around distracted but because there are so many things that i've been into lately that i just i want to marinate on this one little chunk of it uh and this game is definitely part of that i've been Doing a little more thoughtful. Yeah, kind yeah, of I've, I'm really yeah. enjoying that. I've been enjoying, I've been reading some poetry um, from 
Emma Bolden lately and just like read a um, poem or two instead of just like blowing through do, it. Do you get um, any headbands after you read the poetry? <laughs> uh, you've got to make up your own poetry for that to happen in chunks, make up chunks. <laughs> yeah, you have to be in an onsen in order to get that headband. Exactly. Exactly. It, it comes with the, uh, sounds really interesting though. comes with the towel, but, um, yeah, another, yeah, yeah, it's, that's cool. I, I remember that one talking about, I remember being surprised that you hadn't played at the time, but it, it makes, you know, you came back to it. There's a lot of yeah, stuff to get Yeah, there's been so for... much going on this year that I'm still trying to catch up on everything. I got good news about that. Mm-hmm. You get a whole nother month to do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're getting there. If found. How much was if found, Josh? If, was it on sale uh, or did you? I, super cheap, I think. I'm pretty sure I just bought it full price. Let me check real quick. I want to say it was real cheap when I saw it on phone, like shockingly so it's eight dollars full price it is currently on sale i don't know if it'll still be by the time the show's out but it's on sale for five bucks um and absolutely worth either of those prices um it would be cool if these sales continued to when our show posted because then that would be very helpful it's always the worst when i say something's on sale (laughs) and by the time it gets posted it's not on sale like we was it last week or the week before we talked about Chappelle's show being on Netflix, and by the time I posted yeah, the episode, it was it was not on Netflix, which for good reason. But it was like that's that's why I post when I record the show because otherwise we run into these issues. So, yep, I I know with the the Switch sale that a lot of the games on the Switch that are on sale are on sale for five more days from today, as I was literally checking it on one of our breaks on the show. Um, some of the games are only available for the next three days, though. So, it it all depends, I suppose. I'm gonna be checking the PlayStation stuff a little bit later today as well. Neat, mm-hmm. neat, cool. All right, well, they found, you know, and uh, we will be back after a very short break to wrap up the show. We're gonna do some funny polls that you voted on the at Chomp Instagram page, and then we have Patreon shoutouts just to say thank you to all of our lovely patrons. Oh yeah. We'll be right back. Guys, guys, guys. (laughs) That'll be our theme song for the game of the year stuff. Mm -hmm. We need one more guy in there. Guys, 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 guys. That was six guys. guys. Four guys. All right. Well, let's just jump back into it for the sake of time. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. I'm good. Boom. I'm good, too. And we're back. With the final section of the Chompcast, the tail end of the Chompcast, if you will. And the ah, last Chompcast. Like tail end. My hiney? You like my hiney? <laughs> no, just your tail end. I like your coccyx. I, I like using the word hiney a lot. It's no fun breaking butt. that. I, no, yeah. Hi, hiney is such a weird term. Like, I was listening to um, Spotify the other day and I ran through the CDOs listening to and spotify decided to put on banger after banger after banger and i was like all right spotify all right and then all of a sudden we get to weezer's say it ain't so and i don't know if you remember the lyrics somebody's hiney is i can't remember how the whole lyric goes but i was like hiney because that was shortened term for uh, heineken and it just like i was like hiney i don't like that word Wait, people shortened Heineken to Heine? Yeah, yeah, Heine. 
Huh. Yeah, that lasted for three months. That's why you don't remember it. <laughs> I was gonna say I just remember I am only familiar with the Derriere version of the Heine. So What's up? Oh wait, that's a different beer. Anyways, um we have a couple quick and interesting polls to delve into here. I think you'll be really excited to both hear and participate in future poll weeks. Sorry, I felt like a robot. You will be excited to participate in this week's poll. Actually, you already did. You already voted. You've already participated, whether you like it or not. Thank you for voting on the Instagram Sorchomp page. Here are the results of the polls. Thank you. Actually, that's funny that you met. You, we do this. It's a really dumb bit because um, I accidentally set the voice thing on my PlayStation 5 when I was setting it up and I didn't realize it. So for like the first night, I was too excited to play games or turn it off. So it just kept saying stuff. Godfall, Astros, play every, it narrated every goddamn thing I did in the game. He missed the jump. Dumb. He mm. has plummeted to his death for being a dumbass. Oh, and you know what made me mad? Whenever I was playing Bug Snacks, it said Bug Snicks. I was like, no, 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 no. It's Bug Snacks. Bug Snicks. I'm like, no, it's Bug Snacks. Bug, bug Snicks. I think that's um, what you got to call it from so, now on. Bug Snicks. Uh-huh. Bug Snicks. <laughs> With the, it's a Snickers and a bug. With the I was just thinking Astro- that. I was like, <laughs> when you're hungry, break into a bug snicks. <laughs> Why wait? Eat a bug snicks. Instead With of peanuts, success- it's crunchy crickets in the middle. Mm. Ooh, that's really, really gross. Chocolate um, and with- crickets go well together. Just saying. Yep. Ugh. I've seen those chocolate dipped locusts. I think, come on. Bugs and nothing is going well together. Um, what's, what's what's is that a cicada brushing its teeth with an electric toothbrush? What are you, are you t- oh, talking about my kid screaming? Oh, I'm that's sorry. what it is. Okay. Um, here, let me uh, throw yes. this to so, Shay. Yes, Josh. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit last week, Shay, so I can throw this to you. As my, wait, hold on. Okay. Okay. Going back to sleep. I hope. Okay. Oh, she's very fussy. Um, it's just funny with <laughs> oh, with Lord. with the Skype compression there. I, I oh, was wondering what that sound sing. was too, Josh, at first, but no. It Doesn't it sound sense. more like my explanation? It did at first, but yeah, now but... I hear I hear the baby. Yeah, he's crying. Now that he said it, wasn't it. the it wasn't the overwhelming uh, result I thought, but sixty percent of our audience said that Fallen Order deserved game of the the game award nomination over Doom Eternal. We were talking about a little bit about that last week, how. You know, they kept saying, Jeff Q is like, don't worry, you know, it'll come up next year. It'll be next year if you, and it didn't. So, um, I know you listened to last week's show. Do you have any thoughts on that whole thing? I, th- I think your child disagrees with you. I think that's the thought I have. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to play Star Wars Fallen Order. That's one of the games that just kind of slipped away from me, unfortunately. So I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I still think Doom Eternal has awesome mechanics. I still think it's a really fun game to play. Uh, it's a little bit infuriating. I know a lot of people like that Star Wars game, though, so it is a little bit surprising with their time frame why they would have included, they would have included Doom Eternal and not Star Wars. It's really, it, it is kind of perplexing to me, especially with, like, The Mandalorian being as popular as it is. Um... That other Star Wars game that released this year, the VR one, it just seems like Star Wars, for the most part, has been doing pretty well this year. So why wouldn't it have been included? 
I guess. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm still a little bit confused by that one. I I don't know. I I feel like I do think there's still a place for stuff for mechanics like Doom Eternal, but I again like I mentioned this at the time, but I got. That's you're gonna say the place being the trash. Well, no, like the. I get way more vibes of like playing World of Warcraft and trying to optimize like a rotation for a character where the mechanics aren't really like super gameplay focused. It's more about optimizing button presses. Yeah. Um which is neat. Like that's fun. I was really into that in World of Warcraft. It's just not what I was looking for in Doom. Um but I don't know. I, I think I think some people like that. I I'm like it's I mean obviously it's it's found a place there but it was just it just wasn't what I wanted from Doom. I I thought it just added like many different ways to play the game but at the same time you had all these systems that you had to utilize in order to defeat certain enemies. So it it mm-hmm. isn't quite as much of a play it as the way you want to play a game it's more of a play it as the game is intending you to play it unfortunately and it isn't until you get much later in the game that you can a little bit play as the way you want to play or even in multiplayer um play as the way you want to play but um i really i really did enjoy doom eternal a lot um obviously you guys joked about it last week about how i wrote an overly long chomping after dark episode for that uh, but I, I did enjoy the mechanics a lot. I did play some of the multiplayer stuff with my little brother and it was really fun, but I think just like going off of an objective perspective, even though I didn't play star Wars, I know a lot more people talked about that game than they did doom eternal. So it is at the end of the day, surprising why it wasn't included on the list this year. Personal yeah. feelings aside. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things with human nature. It's like as much as people, it's weird to say. It just feels like it's human nature for time to make things. Oh, not necessarily. Again, like we mentioned at the time, how Animal Crossing was just the game of the quarantine. Doom Eternal was right there. Like if if Animal Crossing was just somehow one hundred percent not your thing you were probably playing a lot of Doom Eternal. Um, I'm also not a big Animal Crossing guy, so... Yeah, so, I mean, like, I, it, it could have just been what, the from right what time. Little I, yeah, from what little I've played of it um, and what I've seen of it, it just doesn't seem like a me kind of game. Yeah. Um, I, I will admit, though, I am being a little bit unfair because also um, I have... I. You know, I haven't sat down with the game for a long period of time, but I just know it's like one of those type of things that I would play for like two or three days and be like, oh, that was fun. I'm good. I don't want to spend $60 on or $50 on something like that. Yeah, it do makes you it does make you wonder maybe if that like people were a little higher on that game at the time. I don't know. It just feels like people were really high on that game at the time and maybe some of that has simmered down a little bit. But um, it's surprising to me with the enthusiasm for Star Wars, and yet unsurprising because I know that 
that's one of the reasons we had our big game of the year debate is that after a year later, people just seem to focus more on it. It feels like an old, it feels like the year before, no matter as much as they try to pretend like it was part of this year, it probably just feels weird to, to consider that it's a, a strange, you know, issue yeah. that we have with a lot of maybe our there's maybe there's some stuff. pressure to quote unquote keep it current i say it you know for what it's worth it it did get one nomination i think best best action game i believe action action adventure one of the two yeah so it did get something I mean, there's been a <laughs> couple got a consolation prizes yeah there, there have been a couple it, yeah. couple noms from the end of last year but i do kind of i, I feel like a not a lot the reason I put that in perspective was that was the I mean yet last year was a weaker year for a lot of people. Um that was the Sword Chomp game of the year by fan voting. Not our personal choice, but like our fans that voted, mm-hmm. it beat everything to a pulp. And now it couldn't even beat the pulp out of Doom Eternal in a short vote. Like I just it's fascinating to me like the psychology of that. Like yes it won, but like 60 to 40 is not what I would have expected for a game that was our fan voted game of the year. And it's also possible that people really enjoy Doom Eternal a lot more than we maybe give credit for. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Again, like I was, um, like it's, I, I felt like it was bloated, but I'm sure there is absolutely room for somebody who's just going to be all in on that and just perfecting Doom. Um, it's gonna, it's yeah, gonna work for the much better. I guess, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, interesting to see how people thought, but um, generally speaking, I think people agreed with that. But hey, a lot of people voted. It wasn't like some sort of like weird scam or nobody pulled a, a fast one. Yeah. This is what the this is what the well, however many publications voted on this goddamn thing. Um, some people think this is um recency bias because i asked our audience about miles morales 62 percent of our audience said they enjoyed it more than spider-man um which is interesting they're saying they enjoyed it more than spider-man maybe that has to do with the recency bias which is what we've (laughs) kind of been talking about it's i feel like that's a, a tricky one because I feel like someone will, you know, the larger thing that we're talking about is like, it's human nature. And I, so I'm not discrediting that, but it just like, I would like to think human beings are capable of deciphering recency bias in their own minds. Right. Like, I mean, it's going to be know prettier, I'm, but I know uh, everybody's prone to it. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you feelings once I get there. Um, That's true. We'll have thoughts on it pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it may be one of those things that paring it down to the necessary bits just makes the, the whole like thing less filler for people. Just all sing just by having anything else unnecessary cut out. It could be like that. Because yeah, like, again, I, like the, I, I really yeah. enjoy short games that respect your time. So it could be a matter of, uh, you know, everything in the game is working, it's not, not there to be there. So, yeah, and I really like the first act and the last act of Spider-Man more than I like the middle. So, yeah, maybe it's interesting. Uh, this I thought was an interesting question. With the success of Astrobot in VR and now Astro's Playroom being available to everyone who gets a PS5, Astro the character, do you think it's iconic? Yes or not yet? 
What do you think the results came in? I, I think from when I was voting on it, I think more people said it is iconic, but I don't feel like it's iconic yet. I don't think so, because I really like Astrobot Rescue Mission. I could only tell you he's a robot. Like, there's there's nothing unique about it to stand out. Like, I, I know he's got a vaguely Sony look about him, but, like, that's it. Well, I mean, Mar- interesting. Okay, so you're talking about just the appearance yeah. of the well, character. Yeah, well, no, not just the, like, that is the character. He, he's, he's literally nothing but an, but an appearance. I I hmm. I don't think and I, and I know he's a vaguely blobby robot like that's I'm kind of in that same boat Josh and I I just feel like he's not iconic yet just because I couldn't show it to someone who's like a fringe gamer and they'd automatically know you know if I show if I show my father um you know Mario obviously he's gonna know but if I was to show him like the N7 insignia he's more more than likely gonna know it's from Mass Effect. Even though he's never played Mass Effect, he's maybe watched me play it once or twice. He'd see that insignia and he'd be like, "I've rec- I recognize that from somewhere." Yeah, he's gonna know. But if I were to show him Astrobot, he'd be like, "Oh, that's cute. That's cool. What is that?" So I don't think Astrobot's quite there yet. Yeah, one of our patrons, Gobizi, said the similar thing, and I can't argue that. I mean, I, I definitely think it's sort of taken over as like one of their like leading mascots um for sony but yeah i it's hard to argue that it's it it takes a little more time i think to become iconic it's going to take a little more time um i would say this if you think about it too you have a vr game and a pack-in game that's incredible that everyone's going to play but i feel like if they can get maybe like another big like a full-on 60 dollar balls to the wall astrobot game that's incredible Maybe we could start talking about it. But you're right. If your barometer for iconic is people knowing it outside of gaming, then yeah. I don't it's definitely not there yet. So it could be though. It could. Yeah. I mean it's the quality not, of the games yeah. is definitely giving it all the space it needs to become that if it if it sticks around sticks around long enough to pull it off. So and 52% of our audience said that they do think it's iconic, which is interesting. I wouldn't have expected hmm. that. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect the result of when I saw it at the time. It was higher at the time um, that I voted on it. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I hope it becomes big enough to where it's iconic because, like you said, that original game is so good. And I think it's a cool new mascot um, for PlayStation. But we'll see. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's, it's, interesting. It's, it's got the fact that, like you guys kind of said, that the, the newest game is being put on all the consoles to where I think that that will significantly increase its chances to become yeah. iconic at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I think give it a it's year not... and just enough more people will be familiar with it that it, it might be there. I'm hoping. We'll, we'll see depends what it does. Place to... Yeah, it depends on what you're like. And it's not Mount Rushmore iconic, but like maybe like a B tier, maybe like your B tier or, or C tier at this point. Um, yeah, it's definitely not anywhere near an A or S tier if we were to yeah. quantify that. Oh, S tier. Oh, whipping out the S tier. Because <laughs> yeah. Mario's up there with Zelda, or not Zelda, Link. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Give it another decade, S- it might start edging in on the uh, the monkey ball monkeys. 
Or it might just start edging. I mean, PlayStation might take it down a dark road. Who knows? Speaking of monkey ball, you do get to turn Astro into a ball and roll around. It's pretty good. It's pretty great. Um, and Rich isn't here to have a pleasant argument about Sbarro, the greatest pizza place uh, ever to exist in our beautiful nation. Um, <laughs> I don't look. Ugh. I haven't eaten Sbarro since I was a kid, but sixty percent of our audience said Morgan. Fuck the Josh is sucking dick Still. on the podcast again. <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> Can we just isolate that sound? Um, Josh no, is probably going to edit it out, be... and he's just going to put that joke in without the sound, and then everyone's going to be thinking I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, it's the it's the Panda Express of Italian food here, if you will, um, where it's like it's fine, but I don't know. Honestly, I when I had a, when I was a kid, Sabaro was the greatest thing in the world. I haven't eaten as an adult. I would love to eat it as an adult just to, like, see what I was eating. That's, you know what I mean? That's so bizarre. Like, it's not even... It wasn't even the best at the food court. Oh, Josh, at my food court, it was. No, it wasn't. I lived in uh, New Mexico, and we had to okay, travel to Okay, maybe it was. I traveled to El Paso, Texas to go to their big mall. Uh, it was right by the border by Mexico, actually. And they had a Sabaro. And I remember as a kid, it was a big deal. When we went to the mall... I got to eat Sabaro pizza right by Sam Goody. RIP. So I I got so I don't know if you remember this. You were here, Morgan, <laughs> when this was in Great Falls. Uh in at the Great Falls Mall. They used to have this like I don't even remember the name of the pizza place anymore. Um and it changed names once or twice, but they used to have these really big, thick cheese sticks. And they were so good. And then I think that Eventually, that pizza store dis- or pizza restaurant disappeared from yeah. the mall. I remember it was sort of like under the escalator in a way, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still think about those cheese sticks uh, from time yeah. to time. You're a big fan of a cheese stick. When I went to a Shay's Going Way party once, we went to an Italian restaurant, all this amazing food, and he just ordered like this cheesy mm-hmm. bread that he dipped in sauce. I'm like, yeah. This is all Whenever he's thinking at home, he goes to Domino's and orders the pe- the uh, the pizza with 45 pounds of cheese on it. Oh, fuck, yeah. That I can just good. do that here, buddy. Mm-hmm. But That's no, what I said. That's what man, I said. I Anytime you're cheese. missing home. Oh, and he doesn't oh, have I see to go to the bathroom for a week, so that's nice. Yeah, Dude, it's a real like, time saver. I, I'm, tempted, I'm tempted every week to buy that ultimate one kilogram cheese pizza from Domino's. It's not even that good, but I love cheese so much. I'm always They tempted. should just call it the Kilo. Let's get the Kilo. Let's yeah. get the Kilo from Domino's. Ultimate... Ultimate sounds more pleasing in Japan. Like like those buzzwords, ultimate, premium. Like I'll go, Super. like sometimes I'll be like trying to get something like a, like a small like candy bar for some chocolate. I'm craving chocolate, but they'll have like normal versions and then they'll have like the premium versions of mm-hmm. certain candies. And it, it's not really that much of a difference in taste, <laughs> but it is a difference in price. Yeah. Buzzwords, man. We should start releasing the ultimate Chompcast. I have a a premium dick. I mean, that might work. That's the ultimate. Go on Tinder and just more and really isn't worth the price. Premium. Premium. It is interesting how the brain works when you see that stuff, right? Like buzzwords like that, premium, ultimate, um, exclusive, stuff like that. It's interesting. 
like marketing teams sale. spend hours trying to manipulate people's brains. You know what? We're about to manipulate your brain. That's right. Because when you hear what we're about to do, you will not be able to erase it. You're not going to be able to claw it out of your little cranium because we're about to put on a performance. It will live. follow you to the grave. <laughs> manipulate you. <laughs> That's kinky. I want to be manipulated. It's uh, something you can't do. You just, it happens. You had me at nipple. You can't plan for it. It just happens. The manipulation um, just kind of happens. <laughs> You had me at nipple. Um, so yeah, we put on a little skit, a little performance for our, our patrons that invested in us, patreon.com slash swordchomp, just as a way of saying thank you. And uh, so without further ado, Shay Layton, will you take it away? Yes, I'm going to introduce it really quick. Uh, so this one I had written extremely meta while I was telling the guys uh, Rich is not going to be here, so I'm going to be playing the role as both narrator and as rich um imagine when i play rich's parts as if it was rich saying this and not me as if you guys personally know rich but uh actually morgan you have the first line of uh i'll take it the away. script that you clearly have read and you have rehearsed and are ready to go so whenever you are ready take it away ladies and gentlemen welcome to thanksgiving 2020 I understand that this year is a little different, as we are social distancing for some reason that I can't quite put my turkey legs on. But nevertheless, I'm glad that we're able to gather this year for the Feast of Epic Proportions. Everyone in attendance nodded their heads in approval and clapped in unison. A few cheers of appreciation were released from the mouths of the eager participants. One of the cheers sounded robotic as our internet connection lagged. Now, I'm not sure what you all have personally prepared for your Thanksgiving feasts, but if you have one, now is the time to carve the turkey. That's rich. That's my impression of rich. (laughs) Go deeper. Go deeper. I'm I'm workshopping it right now. (laughs) I'm workshopping it. Blades of different sizes and makes gleamed through each video connection as the people counted down from three Two, one, the knives landed upon turkey, <laughs> upon turkey carcasses, shearing the pliable meat to small, bite-sized portions. Through one camera, the sound of young children were heard fighting about who gets the first piece. Sounds like Leslie's children don't stop the feud even when Thanksgiving is involved. On Morgan... Cyberpunk 2077 is going to suck. No reason. It's, just, it's going to suck. And you should know that because I like pissing you off. Wow. Well, I'm absolutely surprised by this recent turn of events. Truly. That's what I figured this was going to be like. That's what she said. That's what she said. Can one physically drown themselves in gravy voluntarily? I can't take this shit anymore. See, imagine if Rich said, said that. That's such a rich thing to say. Man gravy can drown you in that. There it is. The that's, Zalby, that's not even a threat to small children. <laughs> the Zalby, Brian P, Beefy Gamers, Josh M, Larissa, Alexander, Raul, Bernadette, Cody, James, Justin, Fletch, 
Vince, J. Holbro, Tawny, Paul. Shay. 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 What? You're interrupting me when I'm clearly doing something extremely important right now. You remember that time when I was having sex with a girl and I stuck a sock in her mouth? I talked about it. Oh my God. Is now the right time to do this? Can we just get back to what I'm doing? Because if we don't do it my way, I'm going to be really pissy for the rest of the day. Yeah, sure. I'm sorry. I was just excited to talk about it with you. I guess I'll put a sock in it. Thank you. Where was I? Oh, Jonathan, Stefan, Cy, Dan W, Lisa, Eric O, Corin Space, Ivan, Kane, Zach H, Danny P, and Ryan Redman. We're all laughing together as the guys descended into more arguing on what was supposed to be a celebration of giving thanks. And scene. So a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter this month, but uh, I just wanted to say thank you guys very much um, for supporting us this month. Uh, it's been very helpful uh, and it's been very encouraging. I've had people reach out to me a lot this month recently um, to, you know, just say that they're appreciative of what we do, asking me questions about gaming stuff, um, just wanting to talk in general. I appreciate each and every one of you, and um, thank you for all, all that you do supporting us, keeping the Discord going. We have an amazing Discord uh, full of people who are there every day talking about seemingly everything. When when we pop in there, like the four of us, randomly, we, we get kind of thrust into the middle of hilarious and interesting conversations, um, you know, just supporting all of our side content that we do as well. Like uh, Morgan said earlier, uh, we got, we have people like Tawny who will rep us on Insta, things like that. Thank you guys so much for, um, all that you do. Mm -hmm. And look, I know the sock story sounds a little strange out of context. So if you want to hear about it, feel free to message me general mountain time on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I'd be happy to tell you the story. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. I've heard it so many, it's, so it's many times at this sounds. point that I knew I had to like, I was trying to write dialogue that sounded that sounded like something that each one of you guys would say or do, including myself. So I, I wanted to be wanted it to be like as if like the four of us really did host a Thanksgiving dinner with our patrons, like what that actual conversation would look like. So hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully the dialogue and everything sounded close enough to what you guys would do. Yeah, thank you so much. We we love our patrons to death. Um... It's it's really an incredible community, which you can join. Patreon.com slash Sawchomp. And again, that's going to do it for the show. Rich will be back next week. Hopefully he is not uh, sunk completely under the floodwaters that have raged his home. Um, Shay's giving me the signal. He gave me the... Yeah, just, just a quick heads up because I, I forgot to tell him about this. Um, we got the new episode up of uh, Chomping After Dark. Uh, it will be available on the Patreon feed as of today. Uh, in two weeks, it will go live on the actual feed. So be on the lookout for that. It's a two-part episode. So an, one episode is going to drop right after the other a day later. So there will actually be two episodes dropping in that feed here uh, very soon. So by the time you've heard this, it will be available for all the patron, patrons $5 and up. 
And if you're not a part of the patron, um, it will be available in about two weeks, both episodes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for being here, Josh from Michigan, Shay, Professor Layton from Japan. Of course, I'm General Mountain Time here in Montana. And uh, hopefully we'll see you next week, Rich. All right. And we'll have all sorts of fun stuff to talk about from more PlayStation 5 updates to Cyberpunk to everything else that's coming out. Is a lot of stuff to talk about. Miles Morales, you know, we haven't even got like a proper Miles Morales show. So um, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff to discuss in the coming weeks. So thank you for following our show. We will see you next week for an all new Chomp Cast.